Ready, go! <laughs> hey, what's good? What's good? What's good? We're back in the building. What it do? What it fucking do, kid? Look at this. I know. What the fuck? Just we just <laughs> went like we just traveled into time. As <laughs> 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 your Bert. It's been how long? It was uh, the last time I've been on the artistry was Memorial Day last year. Really? Mm-hmm. Shit. Yeah, so. God fucking over damn. Over a year. Like, that's crazy. Like, and yeah. then it's like, and then you have this. I mean, we, I, I have, I, we were just talking about it. I had mad people hitting me up like, yo, you still fuck with Bert? Mm-hmm. What's going on? And I was like, Bert's still my guy. He's still part of the team. Yeah, we still, <laughs> we, we still talk. Like, you know? I, was, I was like, he just, you know, he's doing his own thing. He's, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, and, and, and Etc. Right? For the most part, you know, we still have a conversation. I'm yeah. super happy. I know what you're doing. I know I mean, what you're working out. At the end of the day, you're working. You know, you're you're working for a dope company, and yeah. at that, you're doing good. You know, you're happier. Yeah. I think the music industry had it was a lot. It was stress, especially doing it for maybe like 15 years. Okay. And all the politics and going on in the background, so it was just like. But uh, you I do work a, for the video game world right work now, for right? The video game world. Well, Rockstar, right? Oh, uh, same company, uh, Rockstar and Two K Games. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's pretty, pretty, pretty good. Okay. And like I said, during this uh, whole uh, Corona virus shit, our our company's booming. So I now can imagine. No, so it's pretty good. So. What's this up? How yeah. you been coping with everything as far as like, you know, um, I've been telling mad people like, I know unfortunately, this hit a lot of people fatality wise, yeah. you know, and and, and and it's horrible, you know, um, but like for me, like I was just like where I was at as far as like, I was drained, you know, like mm-hmm. I felt I, I was just I was just going through a lot like emotionally, mentally. Uh, financially, X, X, whatever, that I felt like COVID happened and it was just like, I needed that to happen in yeah. order for me to get myself back, mm-hmm. uh, back on track with so many things. So like, I guess my, you know, with you, how, how was your process with this? It's been good. It's, um, it seemed, well, this whole, what, three months, four months, like a timeout for me. Okay. Cause I was constantly going out, going to concert, you know, uh, doing yeah. stuff and, um, you don't miss that the concerts? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do, I do. But like I say, it was a timeout for me, and you, you know, and also, you know, um, a couple of years ago, I was suffering from Bell uh, palsy. Yes, so yes. Me resting and you know, um, relaxing and re- you know stuff like that. It kind of made a better adjustment for my body, so I feel okay. better. Okay. Not being stressed and stuff like that, and just focusing on stuff that you know what I want to do next as far. You know what I want to do for my, you know, for myself. You know, still plotting. You know, the next move. Okay, like okay, that. okay. Yeah, so it's been, it's been um good. And the only thing that's been entertaining, entertaining me during this whole this whole month was, you know, seeing all these um, versus battles. Really? You know, yeah. That. How you feel about this whole? How you feel about this whole fucking what is it? DMX, DMX versus? I like it. Snoop Dogg. Really? I like it. I feel like it makes no sense. It doesn't. I mean. Okay. How does it make sense for you? Like, well, you know, well, X said that he wants Jay. Jay's not going to do yeah, it. Yeah, Jay's, uh, and I don't even think, actually, not ready for Jay. <laughs> so, Let's keep it a buck. But, you know, I guess it's the cliche, the battle of the dogs. So, 
So it's, it's X is so so Bert. Snoop being the beginning the beginning uh-huh. of the nineties and DMX at you know the middle to the end of the the nineties. The so they both the nineties era. So it's just like you know what it's who, a, who the whole cliche and all that. Let's keep um, it a buck. Who you think got it? Well, now this 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 thing's gonna be about strategy, because if Snoop, you know, playing his, you know, his corny ass, you know, you know, end of the, you know, like uh, uh, pop songs or whatever with Katy Perry or whatever, he's gonna lose. Okay. So it's more about strategy. So Snoop needs to co- uh, needs to concentrate on his feature on the Chronic, mm. Doggy Style, and a couple of songs with uh, in No Limit. Not all, not just one, two songs. Okay. And then I think he will have a good ten. Now, okay. now the, the the last ten, I don't know. I think he got three. All right, but the the one was was Khalifa. Okay. Um. What else? Um. Damn, what the fuck else? That's, that's what I'm saying. The the first ten is strategy. Like he got to go in because if X, you know, play, you know, his, you know. His song that is his four albums, he could and you, features four. Al- you think he got? Yeah, he got. Four I albums. think for no, no, I know he has four yeah. albums. Do you think? I mean, at least for I know first album he has yeah, tracks. He got, yeah. Second albums he has yeah. about a. I'm gonna say get. Let's play a game of spades. He has a good maybe five hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But after that. Yeah, because the third album is um. Is what? Uh, I forgot. Uh, what's my name? Okay. DMX. That was that album? That was the third album. And then it was X. It was Hell is Heart. Uh, hell is Heart. It's Dark in Hell. Yes. Um, Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. Oh, my God, yeah. And then, uh, and this is X. That's the one that has, uh, what, nigga, what this bitch is one for, my nigga. That was that third one. Okay, yes. So that third, yeah, but he didn't have many songs on that third that third. Album. Yeah, there was four singles. Dope was it? Yeah. Damn, I gotta, I gotta read. Yeah. And then, and then and the, I love fucking DMX, but I don't remember. And then the fourth, like, and then the fourth, the fourth album is um that that was the album that had um who we be, um bring it is right here mm. we ain't go so he got us good like I said two so, two three songs minimum. He got it, so he just got to play it right. Cause he could take he could take the whole second the the the, the second half. I th- what well, listening? Yeah, I think because like I, I said, I, Snoop is done after the, after ten. I just feel like I get I yeah. Well, I've, I me for me it didn't make it makes sense with yes what you're saying with the whole battle of the dogs. You know who's yeah. the who's the fucking biggest bigger yeah, the biggest dog? dog you know yeah, what I like I get that. Yeah. But I felt like music-wise, um, mm-hmm. and those type of styles, it didn't make sense for me. What, but would you would you think is the, is probably the same comparison of the Fabulous and Jada? Because Jada was more street, and and Fab was yeah. more commercial. Yes, and everybody thought that Fab was gonna want it was gonna win, but he didn't play he didn't play his his, didn't play. his his song his song se- his sequence right. And Jada took you know took the route like I I'm just staying street. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so that's what I'm saying. It's, 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 so it's, this this battle is gonna be about strategy. strategy. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it, most of the battles have been about strategy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like, but this one is really 
crucial strategy. I think one of the best battles for me was Erica Badu. Really? And, uh, I, it's just, you know what it was? It was just the whole, like, vibe the vibes to okay. it. It was just a whole lot of motherfucking, I knew, I know a lot of motherfuckers were smoking weed and fucking having sex. Yeah, sage burning and weed <laughs> being smoked. You understand? Like, yeah, but, but I mean, versus been, you know, versus been cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to keep it a buck. I haven't really been consistent with it. Oh, Battle the, the, with RZA, mm-hmm. that's what lost me. Okay. Ba- after that, I was just like, man. And don't get me wrong. The, so the battle with RZA and, 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 and DJ Premier, mm-hmm. because the fucking quality, bro. Yeah. The quality, well, bro, was so tight. I was so tight. Well, they that. got it better. Not gonna say it. No, they did not. Yes, it did. It got better. It, it got, got way better. Now. It got better. Like I mean, towards the ending, I was just so pissed. Well, off no, the that. last, the last four um, verses was was good. The sound oh, no, no, crowd no, no. was great. You're talking about the last four. Ep- I'm talking yeah, about yeah. Like the, the. Oh Rizzo no, not gonna say it was new. So they, I was just like, yeah. I guess that's how I felt like with being with the artist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should know very well. Yeah, like I in do. the beginning, it's yeah, like, she was saying you that gotta... she was like, you see, it can have because we were talking, we were just talking about it. You know how I get yeah. when, shit, when shit fucks up. Mm-hmm. I'm just like your face oppression is just like <laughs> <laughs> I'm like in my heart and like here I'm just like I don't deep inside. I want to just go bang, 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 bang. <laughs> not chill. Exactly. Let me not do a Tory. <laughs> How you feel about this Tory situation, oh, man? Man, that's that's bad. Is is it is it? It is bad. What is it? Um, what are you were saying, little uh, the Napoleon complex. Yeah, yeah. How you feel about it? You did you do you know like what's going on with it? Like, I mean, I heard certain things about it, but like I didn't really go deep into it. Like I know that she posted something saying that her life was in danger, like it was intentional. Yeah. So I know, uh, like I mentioned, um, the bodyguard, his body, well, her bodyguard, yeah. I believe tweeted, mm-hmm. stating like, if you guys really think that he was defending her, you have something, like something yeah. coming for you. But the bodyguard had to delete that tweet. Oh, yeah, of course, he's going to incriminate himself. Yeah. yeah. So, Tory, Tory, Tory. Yeah. What, what was your motive, Tory? Uh, what was your motive? Have. Have ideas. What's your ideas? I think it's ego. I think I I feel like it probably could be like a a Chris Brown Rihanna situation where Meg was maybe talking shit and you know, hey, you know, you short nigga, like you short little dick nigga. Sex, you you your sex is whack. You look up to me. You know. (laughs) (laughs) He is a little short guy. Like yeah. I mean, like, he is, I mean, I was just trying to, you know, and, and I'm speaking about this, and I'm telling you, all I can hear in my head is, I have been broken a minute, and I'm like, you're about to be. <laughs> <laughs> you, your career is yeah, done, bro. Yeah. yeah. You, st- I mean, <sighs> did you, th- I don't, do you think he had like a? I mean, we all know who Tory Lanez is. Yeah, but yeah. is he? He was he like top tier right there? No, not I mean, for me. But he he was a star, definitely. He was a star. Yeah. He could have done more. 
Yeah, he could have done more. But, but you know, but it's, but it's a still uh, he still got a dope career. No, he does. Yeah. I just feel like it is. I think I think his career shot. Pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> okay. Fuck that. I think his career shot. Short Fuck. ending career. Short ending career, bro. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> like, I think that was just stupid of him. Whatever the reason was, if it was just a Chris Brown. Rihanna. Yeah, it's, uh, it See, the like difference the ego. was that if the difference was anger that issue. If it was an anger ego issue, stupid Nick. Like, at least Chris Brown bit her. Right? Mm-hmm. You shot at hunger. There's a difference. Yes, that Chris Brown fought Riri. Listen, it just showed two niggas can't fight. That what? It just showed those two niggas can't fight. You biting a chick, you shot a chick in the toe. Like, but at least on, Chris, well, Chris Brown was able to recuperate. Oh yeah, it took a while. It did take a while. It took a while. It took him to cry on a motherfucking uh, stage for yeah. Michael Jackson. Oh, it took Michael Jackson to die. <laughs> yeah, it took Michael Jackson to cry and then, for and him then to the, have a And then that same year, when they had that cheesy ass, you know, Michael Jackson tribute, like, come on. We need, nah, we, it, need, we need, we need, breezy on yeah, this. Yeah, it took for that to happen. Yeah, for a lot of people to be like, ah, right, we gave him hell. Yeah, but I don't think. But I that's was, not gonna happen. I don't with even Tori. think. I don't. Yeah, I don't think Tories can come. Yeah. First of all, like, would he might have a motherfucking ankle bracelet after this, or he might be behind behind bars. Some, I, you know, and like, especially Megan is hot right now. It's just like you stupid. Why bro. the hell, you know? But like, Megan's a big bitch. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I get why he shot at her. Well, yeah. Because you know what? Like, it's a bit, like, if it's a, I mean, I'm not saying, like. He was hoping <laughs> that, you know, Megan could come to, come down to his size. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> he was like, anything from the waist below is mine. <laughs> nah, but I feel like, I feel like, you know, I think that, again, that was just stupid of him. That was stupid of him to, to, to do that sh- to fuck up your career, you know, um, I know he's gonna regret it. Mm-hmm. And at that, you did like for all this to happen. Allegedly, it, you know, he was protecting her. Nobody knows the accurate story. Apparently, there's a, a video out there. Yeah, they say um, they're not gonna release it yet. Yeah. Okay. So. So. Apparently, there was a third person, aka yeah. Kylie. But um, <laughs> no, she, that this third person n- is not stating their names yeah. because, you know, they're famous and they're big and they're a billionaire. So, mm-hmm. you know, a.k.a. Kylie, <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to put their name out there. That's going to fuck up their reputation. Yeah, her brand. Yeah, so. And she's making money, so she definitely don't want to fuck that, that Absolutely not. Like, you know, like that's going to just. It's crazy how this in, in this industry, like. Like, I think every day we learn how you have to be so careful in this fucking industry, bro. Like, you have to be, especially when you're in such a level. Yeah, definitely. Because anything could just, like, one one bad mistake could, you know, one bad mistake, move, whatever, could just shut your whole career down. Yo, the way fucking cancel culture is right now. Yeah, that shit is stupid. Yo, first of all, cancel culture. Wait, do you really, free- do, do you do you uh, do you support this cancel culture shit? So cancel oh, culture. It, oh, oh, it is depending on what the person. No, fuck done. cancel culture. Okay. Fuck cancel culture and free thinkers are synonym are not synonymous. So let's just get this shit straight. And the reason why I say this is because I am a free thinker. 
Okay. Right? I feel like I speak my mind. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. There's certain times that I just, I have to not refrain for saying certain things. But, you know, I have to be mindful. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it's because I just don't want to hurt people's feelings at times. Mm-hmm. But it's not because society is fucking telling me, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like with cancel culture, to be honest, fuck you. Fuck you. You know, um, I get that certain things do need to be canceled, but. Oh, Kelly. For real. Like. Yeah. Why we have a cancel call? Like, like, there's just so many things that can that does need to be canceled. It has yeah, not has definitely. yet to be canceled. Mm-hmm. So it's like fuck you, cancel culture, because it's like you pick and choose what you want to cancel. Exactly. You know how? Like you, Jay. What are you like? How do you? What are your thoughts on cancel culture? Like, we was talking about that because we we brought you brought up a good fact a, a good fact where it's like cancel culture. It has to like with the millennium versus the Gen Z, right? Mm-hmm. So I just feel like there is power behind cancel culture, which he brought up, which is R. Kelly and, um, you know, people who don't deserve that light. But I feel like there's also people that read one thing and run with it. You know, instead of doing the research, like you were saying, free thinkers. Yeah. Instead of getting that information themselves and really diving deep into that, they just follow the herd. If enough people are saying the same thing, they're just going to blindly follow. And I feel like that's the issue with cancel culture. So, like, again, with the free, the, like, I feel like that's what I said, fuck yeah, because it's like, you are not, like you said, you're not doing the, the you're not doing the research. Mm-hmm. You're just going by, like, oh, there's a photo with so-and-so in this part, that's it, it's done. Yeah. Then that's it, let's just cancel them out. And I'm like, bro, like, do the research on mm-hmm. it. I, and, and I don't think it's, re- I mean, it's also that, but it's also, like, emotion. Like, look at um couple uh past couple of weeks, it was trying to cancel J. Cole just because he responded to that the rapper No Name. Like, yeah. For what? Like, and there's nothing that he said need to be canceled. No, there's nothing. And, that's, and it's just, like, it's so whack. It's like... Thank you for that, because that was such a fucking great example, bro. Like, yo, yo, thank you for that, because it it, 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 it wasn't necessary to try to cancel at that J. Cole. Like, are you fucking serious, J. Cole? After, you know what's crazy is that before that, mad people was just, like, everybody speaks so great about J. Cole, but then now, like, this happens, yeah. right? And the reason why I'm like, fuck cancel culture is because it's like, I feel like you're, oh, I feel like you're not allowed to make a mistake. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to be you human. Yeah, exactly. Again, there are certain things that needs to be canceled. Yeah. R. R. Kelly. Kelly. Yeah. Bill Cosby. Harry women. Yeah. Yes, Harry Wein- whatever Weinstein. Yeah, those people that did some vicious, heinous crime. Yeah. But like, Everything, for example, now this whole Nick Cannon situation—that's mm-hmm. a conversation now where they well, want to cancel him in a sense. Well, I don't think the black, the black community, the brown black community don't want to cancel him. It's the, I don't know the because Jewish, the Jewish community want to cancel him. I don't know about that because I posted something on my Facebook okay. and I was like, I got blocked. For from what? I got blocked. I got blocked by two Puerto Ricans. <laughs> I got blocked by my own people. <laughs> Talking about, are, you, are you sure they Puerto Rican? I are, they, be, or, uh, are they pretend they white? 
you know, because you know you have your Latinos. I know, yeah. You know, uh-huh. you know how we have Latinos mm-hmm. that are not they black. Think they, you know? they think they, they they're special. Not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I had a I had a back and forth because I this is what I posted, guys, and I get it. I know what Nick Cannon said. I know what he said. You know, you watched the show more yeah. than I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I know what he was said. I'm not taking away what was said. Mm-hmm. But how I feel with what he said was the and the actions afterwards, I felt is disgusting for what they did as far as firing him that quick. Yeah. Canceling him out that quick. Mm-hmm. The reason why I, but am I surprised by it? No. no. Oh, no. Not surprised by mm-hmm. it. How, why I'm disgusted is because if you're not in this industry, you have to understand that not even in this industry, because somebody was like, well, that then you're saying that racist, so racism is one-sided. And I was like, no, it's not this. He's like, I'm talking about real life. What he was saying was racist. I'm like, bro, I'm not taking away what he said. Mm-hmm. I know what he said. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And I thought there were certain things that he said that was, you know, was it wrong? No. I, I mean... For me, I didn't find it was that, wrong. That, you know, he spoke his truth. Yeah. So that's how I can look and at like it. And like I said, everything of what he learned. Because Nick, 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 Nick Cannon is a smart dude. He got a, 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 a master's degree. Yeah. Yeah, so he's a smart. So everything is about, so he probably read something. And like I said, when you read something, everybody interprets it, interpret it differently. Absolutely. The Bible, a.k.a. Yeah. the Bible. Yeah. How many religious people? Yeah, <laughs> let's not dwell. Let's, let's not dwell on that. Anyways, that should so, be canceled. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I might get canceled now for that. <laughs> See, for me, how I interpret it, I don't. Uh-huh. I don't look at when I see corporation of, of, of people. I don't look at is the Jewish people. Mm-hmm. I look at the white people, white people who got who's in a higher corporation that not hiring blacks. Or Latin, uh, Latin, Latinos in the, the executive board or yeah. stuff like that. That they're holding all the the black people and in, in the Latinas and all the brown, you know, like lower levels. Or those, I look at that. Or those ones. I don't know. I never go. I never go. like, oh, this Jewish person. No, I look at you white. That's it. I throw you in the pot just like how you look at uh, look look at us in the pot. You know, you, you we have you know uh, uh, brown skin, and that's what, it. What about the ones that say, "Hey, let's just get that one percent, so we look like we have diversity." Well, you know, that's <laughs> that affirmative action bullshit. You know, you know, but yeah, you know, again, going back to I, I, I not taking away what he said. Mm-hmm. Was everything that he said was accurate? I mean, for the most part, he said certain things mm-hmm. that has some truth to it. Yeah. Um. Again, I'm not taking away what he said. Yeah, he just but we needed do, to. He needed to word and at that to word it right. He, he needed yeah. to word it correctly. Yeah. And the the sad part is that he was trying to word it correctly because I was watching. Yeah. I watched uh-huh. it eventually, and I was like, "Damn, that fucking sucks!" Because he really was trying to be. Yeah, that was the funny. Part. And then on the top, he said, "Say, let me word it." <laughs> yeah, you he know, said right. it. He's like, he let me word it. it correctly. But then it's still, you know, then you dropping names or whatever. Like, you bro, still fucked up. Just don't. Yeah, just don't use names. Just say. White people, that's it. You know, so because he's still fucked up, mm-hmm. you still fucked up, Nick. So I'm like, so, you know, at the end of the day, it is what it is. For We already, 
we already know how this industry is. This is why I was telling it's disgusting because it's just it's disgusting how systematic this oh, yeah. fucking industry is. That's yeah. what I was trying to say. Mm-hmm. So a lot, you know, again, I got blocked because it was just like, oh, he's racist. I'm like, bro, in life, but, if that's the case, if that's if he's racist, mm-hmm. if that's if he's racist, let's go. Let's dive back into religion. Let's dive back. Let's dive back into the school system. Let's 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 go deep into um and I, and I said all this I said you cannot I said we don't even I said the sad part is that you sir are speaking of ignorance mm-hmm. I get what you're I was like so I was trying to so because he tried to ask me so do you so he asked me he was I told him I said so by Nick Cannon saying this and this and this and that mm-hmm. does that make him racist mm-hmm. he never answered my question mm-hmm. but he's like oh uh, I'm gonna find the text I'm gonna find it so yeah he, uh, oh the, the the comment and he uh, he was just like oh so you do you think racism is one-sided and I was just like you still haven't answered my question mm-hmm. I don't have a, a, I don't have I don't have no issues answering your question yeah racism is not one-sided mm-hmm. racism is exists in every motherfucker mm-hmm. I'm sorry but racism exists in every shape, color, form, whatever. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. racism everywhere. Mm-hmm. So for, that's how I feel. And yeah. if y'all want to tag me, whatever. Whoever want to tag me, that's on you. My thing is just this. I'm like, okay. I'm like, but why? I said, I asked him. I said, I just need to have. I said, you're you're entitled to have your opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to co- to yeah, get you at you. Back up your opinion. Back up your opinion. Yeah. I said, so why do you feel like what he said was racist? Mm-hmm. You know, and he still didn't want to answer. Mm-hmm. So I and then he started. Now at this point, he's like, oh, I'm gonna have to start looking. Mind you, this is somebody uh, from my. I need to. I don't like the type of energy I, that you ca- you you carry. I don't like the type of people you surround yourself with. So because obviously people was getting at him. Yeah. So I was just like, I had to tell him. I said. Listen, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not gonna go back and forth with you. If you can simp, if you're simp, if you're simply disregarding my first question mm-hmm. to why you feel he was racist, I just want to know why. Yeah. Because somebody else responded was like, "V, this is why I feel he's racist." Ba ba ba. He said his facts, mm-hmm. and I said, "That's all I needed." Yeah. I'm not here to. I'm not. I'm not one of these people on social media that's gonna attack you. I'm not here to convince you otherwise. Yeah. I'm not here. That's your process of the journey. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I can educate you, but I. I cannot. I cannot. I can educate you, but I'm not here to. Put that education. You understand? Like put yeah, it. You just your, I can't force feed you. Yeah, you just say your you understand? your your, your mind, and that's I, it. And I, that's it. And, and they s- could take it. Where, how, so that's what I told him. But yeah. I said, since you since you want to have a conversation with no substance, mm-hmm. then at this point, have a good day and and you know and stay blessed. Yeah. So what he did was that he came and taxed someone else. Mm-hmm. I guess from some one of his people. Mm-hmm. And he, yo, what he wrote, bro, I was so fuming after that. Because he was like, fuck y'all black motherfuckers. That's why, that's why y'all, y'all that's why y'all poor and, and y'all, y'all would never be rich. Yo. I was like, wait, what? Really? And I'm like, and then mind you, you're a fucking Latino. Yo, I was fuming. Mm-hmm. Fuming. I blocked him. Mm-hmm. I removed that. 
because I, I was like, you're not doing this on my page. Yeah. I don't mind a good debate. Mm-hmm. I don't mind a debate. I don't mind a back and forth. I don't mind if you and I can at least come to a place where we can even agree to disagree. You understand? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're not doing, you're not disrespecting my page. Mm-hmm. I thought you don't even follow me, whatever. And I told homeboy, I said, do me the fucking favor. Don't you ever, ever. Mm-hmm disrespect my page yeah. like that again. Mm-hmm. He was like, if that's the case, then I'm going to block you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Fuck you. Bye. And you're from my old neighborhood. Bye. So I'm yeah, going to make crazy. sure people from my old neighborhood post this. Because I'm gonna be like, Bye. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. You know how upsetting that was? Ain't that, they're, just dumbass, they're just dumbass people in this world. It's upsetting. It's upsetting because it's mm-hmm. like you would you you would think we're in twenty twenty, a lot of things would die out, and it hasn't. No, hell you no. still have no. prejudice towards the LGBTQ. Look community. who's running the look who's running the no fuck the, that the, the, that idiot as well. Yeah. You know what so I'm that's what like, I'm saying. It's just like, but you still have prejudice towards, you know. People of color, blacks, Hispanics, you still... Sexual orientation. Sexual orientation. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm like, you know, how dare you... That's what, like, how dare you be one-sided when it comes to, like, certain shit? Like, how are you going to say he's racist, but yet you're making a comment like that? you a racist statement. So, and, and don't give me that whole... And don't give me that whole, oh, well, you're defending Nick. Let me, because uh, I hate, that's another, oh, you're defending Nick Cannon. And I'm like, it's not about defending Nick Cannon. It's just the fact that I just know how systematic this fucking industry is. Yeah. Now, how this, you know, I, I, me as a woman mm-hmm. and the hip hop scene mm-hmm. knows how systematic this shit is. Yeah. Because you know how difficult it is as a woman to make it in this industry? Mm-hmm. What, and, and at that, Making it as far as I got, and you know, and I don't, I didn't have to suck dick. <laughs> At first, I don't suck dick. Yes, I would never. Oh, yeah. you have no option. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would never. You know what I'm saying? Like, but as far as I got in, with you know, being true to myself. Yeah. This industry is very systematic. What happened was it was disgusting. It was ugly, and uh, Nick is just being what I'm. And I'm gonna keep it a buck. I don't know about you, but I am. I I am one of these those people that was saying Nick was corny because it was like, oh, now you're defending. No, no, I'm just don't like what happened. I was never a fan of his music. I didn't mm-hmm. care for his music. I thought he was. I think he's corny. I do think he's corny. As far as music. Yeah, f- as far as music. Oh, okay. You know, well, he was smart with the whole Mariah Car- Carey shit. Oh yeah. Fucking brilliant. Yeah. Money. No, let me stop. <laughs> 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 How is he racist? Look at that. Let me try. <laughs> Look at baby mom. Like, well, Mariah is, you know, mixed, so. I know. I know. I know. So. But you like it. Mixed bitch. <laughs> mixed diva. <laughs> Anyhow, but <forgot. laughs> But, but, okay, so how do you feel about him, his, you know, him apologizing and all that? I feel like. <sighs> Is he buying bound down to the systematic? You know, I think he is. Um, I feel. I think he got. I think he got scared. Yeah. I'm gonna keep it a buck. Like I, people be like, "Oh, he's a sellout." Mm-hmm. I mean, listen. Um, I really had to digest that in. The reason why I feel like I had to digest that in is because I have to understand 
And this is the growth in me mm-hmm. because give me the. Had you had the V honey like two years ago, I would be like he's a sellout. Yeah. But I feel like we have to understand that Nick has a lot of people that he employs. That's true. Mm-hmm. Not that people of color. Mm-hmm. You so to have to give people of color the opportunity, give them that paycheck. He has a lot of. Family that he's supporting. Yeah. Let's keep it a buck. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, yes, I think he got scared. I think he's not scared in the sense like, oh, I just feel like he was fearful of getting blackballed, mm-hmm. you know, by um, Viacom. Viacom owes mad motherfucking networks, yeah. you know. Yes, he could have went. I don't understand why he didn't go to revolts when it was offered to him. Well, like I said, this thing is just new, so he 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 got right now he got to stop the bleeding. Yeah, but right I now. feel like I feel like he's I think he's nervous. I think he also wanted to like I think also it has to do with his PR. I know they made Yeah, him, like know. I said, the thing is fresh. I know and I know he he uh he posts on his on his Twitter that he wants to take a time out and Think about things or whatever. No, he's they, bothered. He's emotional right now. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So he's he, like, but he need, he needs a, a a break to analyze everything. What's his next step is going to be? You know, go with his PR team, his marketing team. How are they going to deal with this and stop the bleeding? Mm-hmm. And I already saw a post that he posted. He's talk, on a, a canon uh, canon class. He's talking to a rabbi. Okay. So he's planning. He already. I mean, I think that's the smart thing. That's it's smart funny because Charlemagne the God was saying that. Like Charlemagne the God was like, I think he should have had a rabbi or yeah. somebody so, of yeah, that community yeah. so they can correct him if he was wrong. Yeah. Which I think that's smart. Uh, or you know, educating the the thing that he said why you know. Yeah. It was, you, you know, know like it, it, at the end of the day, make it an educational um, thing and not just have fucking Professor Griff. You know, like. <laughs> Professor well, Griff got I mean, I, 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 all I'm saying is that Professor Griff, come on, he got it. Well, you have to remember, forever, Professor Griff didn't say anything. It was Nick was doing no, all the talking. No, he didn't say anything. <laughs> you know? But you know what it is? You know when you're around that type of energy? You know but yeah, that energy, yeah, yeah. Like, so oh, yeah. You know, like, like I said, um, Professor Griff, you know, he's not employed by... Uh, a corporation. No, he's not. He's not. So he have a freedom to say what he, what he can say. Not Nick. And we already know like, that like, Professor just, Griff just, just like the story, just like had the, the same anti-Semitic uh, um, comments. So, yeah. but again, like you said, he didn't say anything. But it's just, I feel like when you're around that energy, you're like, no, yeah, exactly. The same like, thing. Yo. Like, the same thing. Like the, the Jay Z song, the story OJ, still nigga. Like you don't have the, you know, as much you know, the, you know, you black or whatever. Really can't say anything, especially if you don't own your shit. Look at Revolt. Revolt, you know, they, you know, is a black owned. No other corporation was not gonna air the the Farrakhan speech. Revolt did. Cause yeah. why? Did he own his shit? Yo, I'm gonna do it. And nobody can say nothing. Do you think that he will um go to Revolt? Um. I think that should be a good a good option for him, but I don't know. If we both know that Revolt don't have Viacom money, so it's all about what does he want? Does yeah, he but want, I mean, does Nick, he want the a liberty and freedom to do? Nobody don't have to hold him back, and you know he could do his show the way 
that he wants to or he wants the bag. He wants the big, the bigger bag. I mean, so we, let's keep it honest, though. Like, Nick Nick has money. He doesn't have, we already know, he doesn't have Viacom money. No, we I know, I know that, but more money is always great money. No, I, yes, yeah. but then, again, more money is always great money, but then right now he just put his pride, his, 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 he just put everything that, that he spoke so, like, so positive about, mm. like, so firmly about. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, shit, I just, okay, he reneged. He yeah, reneged. Yeah. So, because for the bag? So, at this point, I mean, it's like, so he's upset that, like, I I, I spoke ill. Like, he tweeted, like, I, I, I spoke, I offended a certain community, and mm-hmm. it's sad that my own community is calling me a sellout. And it's not that you're a sellout, but if you're going to speak, this is, this is why cancel culture is the way it is, because yeah. it's like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna say something, then say something, and if you're gonna apologize for something, apologize for something that you know mm-hmm. you were actually wrong for. Yeah, I feel like he he said what he said. Mm-hmm. He's apologizing because he knows it's gonna fuck up his bag. Well, yeah, and and also we're, we're, uh, it's not because to... he feels like he's wrong. No, but I but I'm gonna say it goes back to what you said that. He employed a lot of you know minorities, yeah. so he had to put that in mind. Like shit, I fuck up, not only you know for, for myself, but all these people that I employed, their family. Absolutely. So, but and, and that's what. So it's just it's a catch twenty two. Exactly. It is a catch twenty two. Yeah. You know, it's just um, Nick. I mean, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Would you mm-hmm. like? I hope he can overcome this. Um, if he does, I think he can. Yeah, I think he can. I think he can. I think he can over. He can definitely overcome, especially with the apology. Mm-hmm. You know. And like I say, he's gonna have an uh, an interview with the rabbi, so hopefully that will calm everything down, and you know, he could be educated, and you know, he can make that he can make uh, the Jewish community, you know, happy, for, you know, happy and you know, forgiven. Cause you know you need those Jews behind you. <laughs> hey man, I'm telling you, you got yeah. the bag. <laughs> you need listen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, by uh, listen, he was scared to give blackball. That's it. Yeah. They were gonna shut him down. Yeah. It's sad to say. It's sh- it's sad that this just showed you why I was saying this is disgusting. Because it's sad to say is that we, and I say we, people of color, mm. blacks, browns, whatever, Hispanic, whatever, whatever. It's just, we need to start owning shit. Yeah, yeah definitely. That's why, I, that, for me, I'm just like people of color because I hate the whole, I hate labels. We already know I've always been like yeah. that. Like, mm-hmm. I have hate labels. Yeah. So... I just say people, like, just people of color, bro, like, we need to do better as far as, like, we need to start owning shit. Because if we start owning shit, mm-hmm. we don't have to go through this shit. Yeah. Because right now, what was just proven was what I just said is disgusting. Yeah. It was very systematic. Yeah. But, like The I said, way they can just shut you out like this. Well, that's true. But it gets, it gets deeper because you try to own your own, your own business. And then all, all the, of a sudden, all the, you're a rapist. All, 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 no, all the white, all the you know, all the whites <laughs> are controlling the corporation. So you need a a, a, a station or a, 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 a spot to to you know, if you have a, an entertainment brand, you need to be you know, placed there. 
and they to control everything. So it's like now the reason why I said that is because of what, what how how like as soon as Bill Cosby stated he was gonna buy out NBC, yeah, boom, mm-hmm. you're a rapist, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> You understand? So it's like it just comes to show you how deep it is. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, so it I just it's it's just uh it's sad. I'm just like, Nick, I don't know. Listen <laughs> at this point, all right, let's just dive into this. this Cause I'm like with this whole Nick Hannah, I'm like I I just feel like at the end of the day you should have never reneged, but I understand again my my thing was that I understand that you do have people who are employed mm-hmm. and you have, you know, like you have to think of the bigger picture. Yeah. So I get that. Mm-hmm. I just don't think, I don't know. Something's telling me that I, I may be wrong, but I don't mm-hmm. think he was thinking like, I think he was just thinking of the bag. But what's the reason for thinking about the bag? Maybe like how I mentioned, or maybe yeah. or something else. So yeah. who knows? Mm-hmm. Yo, yo, how? what about... My song calling little baby the fucking new Tupac. Um, uh, he's the new Tupac. Because uh, uh, oh, I don't want to under twenty five. But let me just let me, let me just because I know I got it. Let me let me just because I don't want to fuck up nobody's shit. <laughs> I was just like, nah, you 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 know what? Where's that? Where's that? Where's that? Where's that? Where's that? Where? Please don't tell me he deleted it. Little Tupac is, I mean, Little Tupac. <laughs> a little bit. That's all. <laughs> little baby is the Tupac of this generation. I see. This is my thing. I hate when people uh, say that. I hate when people just want to you know that he's you know a legend of this generation. Like, let, let little baby be little baby. What? No, I I agree with you. Know? you. My son. What? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta do that because I don't want it to peak. <laughs> it did, right? <laughs> I don't want, what? <laughs> First of all, I'm not taking away from baby. Yeah. Baby's has the little baby has grown. Yeah, he's grown. Yeah. He's he's grown. Uh, she's happy because she's been trying to fucking get me on little baby's wave for a minute. Mm-hmm. You understand? I'm the baby fan. The baby. Yeah. Okay. That's my guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You understand? But little baby, he's he's grown on me, mm-hmm. and listening to you know going back to like his catalog, yeah, mm-hmm. he's grown as an artist. Yeah, mm-hmm. because he does one fucking conscious song. Now he's the fucking Tupac <laughs> of this generation. You you I, no yeah. no sir, I am not supporting you for that fucking comment right mm-hmm. there. I don't give a fuck if you from the Bronx. Fuck no, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Are you serious? Absolutely not. Yeah, I, I just I hate that. Like let let the artist be the artist. Like. I mean, like, like you stated, little way, little way. You hear me? Yeah, because I'm like so. Little baby has been <laughs> too many too many goddamn babies. <laughs> Yo, for real. <laughs> it's like I feel like fucking Lady Gaga and shit. <laughs> Speaking baby talking shit. Yo, little baby, you stated he always he's always stated how he's on his own wave. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to be on anybody's way. Yeah, exactly. So, why is it that it's People. always the old heads? They're well, always, no, the, 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 it's the, always the, the old heads that want to be like, oh, no, he's the next big pun. No, it started. You remember it started with um XXX. They were saying the the youngins. They were saying that he's the Tupac of our generation. I'm like XXX. Yeah. 
Remember when he, yeah, when he yeah. passed? Yeah. I know that. I remember. I, I love mean, XXX. That was my guy. Yeah. But he was not the fucking... You know what I'm saying? It's just like... he. He's just XXX, that's it. But that's what I'm saying. Why is it? I feel like it'd be the old heads doing that. Why you don't let the fucking... Mm-hmm. Why you don't let the fucking Gen Z and the millennials just fucking have their own ways? Yeah. I don't this know. This is why I've always I, yeah, I argued where I'm like, stop it. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Stop compare. Stop the comparison. Stop, like, stop the whole fucking, oh, um... That he could be the next pun. I think that I actually, if anything, I feel like that that hurts the artist. I feel like it hurts them. I don't know. I, I feel I, like it hurts them because I'm gonna no. Like look at look okay, at look at, look, um, look at um, Chris Rivers. Yeah. The, they how many times they try to compare him to his father? And I feel like it hurts well, them. Well, yeah. Well, it's, I mean, no, it's, it's it's not that I think because his. I mean, the there's way a lot rap, more. Yeah, there's it, a lot of weird more. Yeah. But okay, so how do you feel when uh when Ti came uh, came up and he would say he is the Jay Z of the South? But Ti said that. Yeah. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. But isn't it well for for somebody else to say it and not me the artist I mean, himself? I mean, at that point, that's a that's a. That's a compliment, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I understand that's a compliment. What they're saying, little baby, little baby, is mm-hmm. the Tupac. First of all, he. So I feel like for Ti to say that, that I remember that comment. Yeah, yeah. When when Ti said that. Mm-hmm. Ti, when I feel like when he said it, he, I can understand why he said it because lyrically he he was there. Like lyrically, he could rap. Yeah. And he could make songs, mm-hmm. and his movement. Yeah. You understand. Mm-hmm. Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne, why I keep saying Lil Wayne? Lil fucking baby, yeah. Lil baby mm-hmm. has his own wave. He's nowhere near conscious. Yeah. No. So for, for T.I. to make that comment, mm-hmm. it was, I'm not saying that he was exactly the same as Jay-Z, mm-hmm. but it was going, you know, like his style of songs and, and, and music and lyrically he could rap. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's a fucking he rapped just like Jay Z, yeah. but lyrically he could rap. I'm not saying taking away from Lil Baby at that. Mm-hmm. What I'm trying to say is that Tupac was a very well known conscious rapper. Yeah. He was a poetic rapper. Mm-hmm. Lil Baby is Lil Baby. Like he does party songs. He does he he has his own style of rapping. Yeah. You understand? Mm. It was mumble rap. It was. I think Tupac is turning in his grave, if anything. <laughs> and I, I don't even think it's a dis, it's not to disrespect him, because I, I'm not trying to dis. I'm, I think Lil Baby is good. Yeah. But he is he not. Could, he does one he song. He can stand on his. his he can. Yeah, he doesn't need own. to yeah, have need, to be yeah. compared. Mm-hmm. I feel like let him be. Let him be the little baby. So when he. Yeah. When he grows to this bigger entity, yeah, then you have the younger, and they be like, they can be like, oh, now he reminds me of, uh, you know, yeah. like let let him flourish. Like, you know, like, I, like I said, it's just a lot of people just I don't know. Stop they the always comparison. Want to comparison. I remember when uh, the same thing with uh, Jaru and DMX. Oh, you remind me of Pog and this and that, like. Like, but that let, was because let, they were trying to. Th- see, there's a, that's why I said that. Like, you think it's just a, it's a, a hungry that they. You know they miss Tupac, so they trying to. They want. I feel like yeah, after that, but I, I'm. You just you just said like. They. Little baby, bro. Little baby doesn't want to be. 
compared compare. to these, you know, to these legends. Yeah. For us, these are legends. That's a big shoe to fill. That is a big shoe to fill. But, yeah. it, but again, like he stated, he wants his own weight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, when T.I. said it, that was more of a compliment. Yeah. He said it, he compared himself. Mm-hmm. There's a difference where other people do it. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference where other people do it, and the person who they're doing it to stated, mm-hmm. I do not, I am making my own wave. Mm-hmm. There's a difference if little Baby was to be like, yeah, I'm the next Tupac. Mm-hmm. If I hear, if he did have said that, then that's a different story. Mm-hmm. But I, don't, I have not heard him say that. Yeah. He's little Baby, that's it. Like I for you know like w- when I get compared to certain personalities I bl- I'm like yo that's dope yeah you understand mm-hmm. but that's because I I've said it in interviews like I if anything those are influencers mm-hmm. for me you know like and I you know I, I always say that I I've wanted to like I looked up to the Angie Martinez and Charlemagne you know like th- like those are two big personalities within the industry of uh, yeah. within New York personalities mm-hmm. that I looked up to yeah. so when I get compared to it's fine because I've said it yeah now if I w- if I didn't say it, I'm like yo I'm V Henning that's it mm-hmm. it's a different story yeah so that's how I'm looking at it yeah, I don't know yeah. about it's correct or whatever mm-hmm. but I'm like bro stop that shit bro like stop like. I, and I feel like it's, it'd be the old heads, bro. Like, I feel like it'd be the old heads. I'd be like, stop it. Stop. We're not going back. <laughs> like, I hate when old heads be on some, like, oh, hip-hop is not. Stop. Hip-hop yeah. is actually still good. Yeah. Stop it. Well, there was a point it wasn't that good. No, there was a point. That there I was a it. point. It's like, it's like all these rappers now, they, you know, after one or two albums, I think they now they developing and being who they are as artists. Yeah, 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 yeah. But in the beginning, it was just like, like I said, no artist development. Or Did whatever, you get to so. hear on Future's album? Nah, they didn't. No, mm-hmm. I actually like it. Not really. I mean, Except I'm always I into. Future, I'm always into I, I always think of fucking you. You know that, right? No, I like. What? Huh? Like Future. Every time I fucking hear him, I think of your ass. Oh, Cause yeah, because I know, like Future. Because yeah. he likes Future. Yeah. You know how many times people like, yo, like, and I was like, yeah, I didn't care for Future. Yeah. <laughs> And now I'll be like, hey, he's actually. I mean, like, Future has. I like I said, like, it, it, he's just a certain mo- mood rapper. You in that, you want to trap, you want to get a whatever, that's it. You're not going to look for no lyrical thing. That's why I hate, like I said, the same thing with OHEADS. Oh, he's not lyrical? He's not supposed to be lyrical. He's just a mood like you want to get turned up. That's your mood. That's it. There's a certain artist they have the mood. Mob Deep. They. You know, thugged out. You know, gangster street shit. But that That's was it. that was the that was the vibes in that time. No, I know, but I'm just saying. No, but I know certain, you but know. certain, certain artists just got that, that you know, that mood, and that's it. Stop your <laughs> shit, yo! That old head. <laughs> Before I get fucking cancer too now, but this bitch just, just she just came for the religion, like. <laughs> Let me ask you this question mm-hmm. uh, before we take a break. And this is for both of you guys, because going back to um, being, you know, cancel culture and um, free thinkers. Um, first of all, like how you feel about cancel culture, and do you think that it correlates with being free thinkers? I mean, I said it earlier. I said that they don't correlate. I feel like they don't correlate because, again, like people are just following the wave. Like they're not thinking for themselves they're just seeing what everybody else is doing and wanting to be like them so okay so and the reason why i wanted to i know you said that earlier Mm -hmm. and what you but so 
I know you mentioned, and I love that um, I, I told you I want to speak on that. Um, you mentioned how this generation, which mm-hmm. is what, the Gen Z, Gen Z. right? Uh-huh. You, you feel like this generation, the, way, the reason why so many things are happening now um, is because you feel like Gen Z are free thinkers. Yeah. And uh, you look at the older generations... Mm-hmm. Um, you have mil- the millennials. The millennials, you f- you f- you feel like the millennials are like. I mean, like I, like she I feels said. like the millennials. Like we be, she feel like we be tiptoe, like we free thinkers, but we still tiptoe on shit. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like again, you guys grew up with your parents or whoever from that generation was more of a tradition traditional way of thinking, but mm-hmm. they were starting to open their minds. So you millennials have the seed. And Gen Z, we're, we're growing at this point, you know? Yeah, I, I agree. We you paved know, the agree. way for y'all motherfuckers. Yeah, so you guys, you guys, uh, you guys. No, nah, I don't think so. We paved the way for y'all Because, you know why? Because I don't think, especially, okay, I can, I can speak like my generation. I don't think we, we, our generation, we criticize this generation. 100%. And, you know, we, we shouldn't have done that. Like, just like the, the eight, uh, I'm, I'm just going to use uh, rap, hip hop. Okay. The 80s, they were our teachers. We mm-hmm. influenced, you know, them, you know, so so the people like the Rakim and um, the Coogee Rap, we, they influenced the Big Daddy King. We influenced the Nas, the Biggie, okay. whatever. That generation did not hand it over to the to this generation like that. We criticized it. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, you're not rapping like us. You're not lyrical, this and that. And this generation, like, fuck that. Y'all mm-hmm. did what you do. We're going to do what we want to do. And they're very, you know, I'm not gonna say wild, but they uh, Who, they Gen got Z? balls. They, they they got balls. Like you know, fuck that. We're gonna do it my our way, and that's it. I agree. I feel you like know? they were very unapologetic about it. Yeah. Like I feel. <laughs> yeah. Like, Tell me how you really feel. I mean, no, it's the truth because you know I feel like millennials at the beginning before all of the all, before all of this was happening, I feel like millennials will always say that Gen Z is extremely lazy. All they want to do is be on their phone. Everything is about social media. Everything, you know. But then you look at the protests, and it's us doing everything. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. millennials are there. But it's us raising hell, you know, good and bad. But it's us trying to make that point. You go on TikTok. Everybody talks shit about TikTok. Mm-hmm. You go on TikTok and all there is is information and education about everything going on and to the facts. And it's not millennials. It's Gen Z's saying all these things, educating their generation about what's going on. So it's just like you got to give it credit. You got to give them Man. credit. So why you think? And another example, like. Freaking V, you know, you know, I work in the, the music industry. For the life of me, I can't, I can't understand all this, the, the, the whole digital marketing shit. Okay, I can't. But this, this those Gen Z, they just got yeah, it. Yeah, because they. Oh, I can, I can, uh, I can, I can, I can, I can boost your followers. <laughs> I can do this. Oh, I'm an influencer. What the fuck is an influencer? I don't know. He said, what the? <laughs> nah, I you know, mean, how, how I'm going to, you know, you know, you able to just, you know, sell, give you a product and you you can sell this shit, you know, way better than I can. That's why do you think us millennials crazy. didn't do that then? Like, why we why, why do you feel like we didn't educate we, you guys? Like, you guys. I mean, I just feel like as far as what he was stating, which is Gen Z's make it a point to do it themselves and, like, educate themselves. I feel like because millennials was the type to be like, 
But I know, you know that. But I'm, my question is, why do you think we because I think lacked the, I think providing the information? Either we didn't know or everything was just foreign. Like, from the space of how technology, it, it went too fast for us. Mm-hmm. And we couldn't grasp, uh, grasp you know, you know the, whole, the whole technology. So it was like, we were the trial and error. <laughs> and you guys were the, we came in. Yeah, so I feel us. like we. I feel like Gen Z is like the experiment happening right now. Like the experiment. You know, yeah, like the seed was planted with you guys, but now it's growing, and we're trying to figure out what's happening. Like what's mm. going on, you know? Like we're trying. There's so much going on with Gen Z, but I can just say, besides the bad stuff, they have a. They're pushing right now. Now, you know. So do you think, going back to that, do you think cancel culture is going hard right now due to? Gen Z, or is that... And that's what I was saying, the negative parts, too, because, I mean... Do you think Gen there's, Z there's is both very... sides. There's both sides to the coin, you know? Okay. There's, I feel like the people who are at the protest, doing everything in person, being there, being present, I don't feel like they are part of the council culture. It's the ones that are at home, being on the phone, the ones being lazy, the ones that don't want to do anything. I feel like there is a 50-50, you know? There are some of them that are cheap and they just want to go with the wave because it's more important to look better for for society than it is to do something so and, and i think that we we're just stuck in our ways that too no i think you i know? think yeah, well yeah um the, the the traditional thinkers are very much stuck on their ways mm-hmm. then you know i feel like i was just telling her today like i feel like um the millennials because we were, we had the traditional thinkers mm-hmm. on top of us, although we are free thinkers, but we are free thinkers with traditional ways. Yeah. So this is why, and I agree with you, like I feel like you're right when it when it comes to like certain things, like I've noticed those who are the millennials, I've noticed like, oh, I want to do this, ah, 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 but... This is gonna make this is gonna fuck up my job. This is gonna fuck up whatever. Yeah. You know, whatever you know, whatever the, mm-hmm. the, the the case may be. Where you have your Gen Z's that's like, yo, fuck my job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do postmates anyways. Yeah. You know, yeah. like Yeah, like um like, like the, the Gen Z's, like they could, you know, they they're willing to, you know, not eat, you know, steak. You know, and all the you know lobster. I'm hey, a vegan, hey. anyway. No, not that. But they will, they, they they will, you know, have you know five friends. Yo, we we're gonna we want a spot. We want to live in a spot in Manhattan, just to be in, in in city. You know, five you know five people live in will live in that one room. Hey, we'll eat oodles and noodles. I don't care. We just but they just want they just go for what they want. And going back to you know, like you're saying, I think my generation we think inside the box. The Gen Z think outside the box. Yeah. Now I was just wondering, because I'm like, because I'm like, you know, going back to cancel culture, I'm like, so the reason why I was just like, you know, cancel cultures and free thinkers are not synonymous is because, again, I, f- I do feel like where this is coming from, like, again, like we're saying fuck cancel culture. It, um, I feel like, you and most most of cancel culture though are sheeps like you mentioned, so I was just wondering though like 
do you th- I want to know the percentage of like when it comes to the cancel culture is it like percentage like is it a high percentage of millennials who are quick to cancel somebody out or is it the Gen Z's who are quick to cancel people out that's the question that I, I guess I, I would definitely have to do research on yeah well I think it's probably the, the Gen Z because, think, I think it's the Gen Z. I think it's because right Gen now, Z is very Because the cancel emotional. thing is more of a... Because you guys are very sensitive. That's one thing I will say about Gen Z. Gen Z is very sensitive. We grew up where we had to... And I think this is why... We grew up where... Uh, I get my ass beat. If I didn't... If, let, let me tell you something. If somebody hit me... And and, and, and I'm... It's, it, my, I remember, you don't fuck her up, I'm going to fuck you up. Mm-hmm. And I would be like, I got a fight, bro. Like, I don't want to fight. She a, she a big bitch, bro. Like, I had a fight. You understand? Yeah. Now you got your Gen Z. Then, ah! I don't got the latest iPhone. I don't have, or just and crying. Twi- Twitter or, fingers. Yeah, you guys yeah. just, you know, that, y'all speak it. volumes. Or, y'all literally speak volume on your phone. You understand? But when it comes to, uh, you guys are... When it comes to like Gen Z versus millennials, it's not this versus, but it's like I feel like Gen Z, Gen Z, or you got. I'm like, I just again, I want to know the percentage of, of the cancer culture when it comes to Gen Z because you guys are sensitive. You guys mm. are so fucking sensitive. I feel like it's not being sensitive. I feel like it's just being political. No, it's being like, sensitive. I mean, yes, there's sensitivity, but I also feel like it's it's more political than than anything else because I feel like like you were just saying you rather f- do the fight and whatever and we rather go around that and make an even bigger statement by being political and going and having a paper trail and by having all these pe- like it's a more of a numbers a number game it's more of having a bigger following it's more political so it's more so okay so what we're, so we're about oh, okay let's take the political out so we're mm-hmm. about like like a relationship Mm-hmm. What about it? You know, they, they, you know, do you feel that the the Gen Z that you quick, you know, to, you know, how can you leave me? You know, I I did this all this for you, blah blah blah, whatever. It's While, attention seeking, you know. Okay, it's, so it, it, again, so now do you so cancel culture and do you mix it with like emotions and sensitivity and all that? Because that's again, like, so we're yeah. going back, so going, I again. When she mentioned earlier saying like, you know, when the due to cancel culture is like you're quick to cancel without doing the research in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. You're quick to cancel just by reading a thread mm-hmm. but not knowing the proper information. Mm-hmm. Right? So yes, you guys are smart and with numbers. You guys are smart with when it comes to a lot of shit. However, you guys your attention span is like this. Mm-hmm. So because your attention span is like this, so once they see that one thread, sometimes that's most of the time is when cancel culture comes in. So I feel like yes, you guys react on emotional, and yeah. um, I mean not all Gen Z. I'm not gonna I'm yeah. not gonna be like ah, not all Gen Z, but a lot of um, Gen Z are emotional, are sensitive, mm. you know. And then because you guys dominate the internet, let's keep it a buck. Yeah. Gen Z dominates the internet hmm. that you guys, as much as you don't realize, you influenced a lot of millennials. And even a little bit of the older, the, 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 the older crowd. You guys influenced a lot of these people 
where they became even emotional thinkers. I feel like a lot of people are not free thinkers. Right now, what's going on with so much, so many things going on, I feel like a lot of people are not free thinkers. I think a lot of people are emotional thinkers. People are not thinking logically right now. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and, 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 I, and this is why, I guess, with us millennials, I may be wrong. I feel like we was more logical thinkers. We were, we made a lot of choices on our own. Like, we wasn't influenced. We, huh? Yeah. I say you guys are more strategic. But which, you being strategic made, made no, you yeah, as logical. You guys, are, you guys are more logical in the way that you guys are more strategic. You guys would like to make a plan before doing mm-hmm. something. Gen Z just jumps. Yeah. But, see, so, I'm, yeah, a, I'm one logical. to jump. I'm, uh, yeah. If I show you my scars... For how many times I jumped off a cliff trying to make that motherfucking parachute. Yeah. I get it. But this this is why I'm like cancel culture. Fuck you, cancel culture. Because of the many times of you just thinking emotionally, not strategically, not logically, just thinking emotionally, being overly sensitive and expecting people to be robotic. Mm. No, I mean, when I, I say robotic, I mean perfect. Per, like you're not allowed to be humans. Yeah. You know, and I so I you know again it's like, whose fault is it then at this point? It's yeah. us, our fault, the millennials. Yeah. Because I think it's our fault. Is I feel like, and yeah, I could be wrong. I don't know, and I didn't mean to cut you off because I want no. you to say what you have to say mm-hmm. before we go to break, but. I feel like it's our fault because we didn't want you guys to have it as hard as we had it. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we babied y'all motherfuckers. That's how okay. I feel. Now, can I record Go something? Ahead. Now, I'm going to put my broadcast journalist on hat. Don't, don't get mad Let's at me. Let's go. Let's go. A couple of shows ago, you said you want to cancel DJ Academics. Oh, yeah. I don't care for I don't like Academics. Now, why would you cancel him if he don't talk to... Talk to to you. Don't talk to your generation. Don't talk to the hip hop that you. I don't. Love. I don't. F- I, I never fucked with academics. Yeah. No. So why you have to cancel if you don't talk to the the music, the hip hop, or whatever that you that you like? And, and uh, he talks to those like mo- mostly of the Gen Z mm-hmm. um, crowd. Audience. I just said congr- I was just proud of the fact that he's getting canceled. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna keep it buck. Why? Okay, so why am I a part of saying? Yeah. Not to sound contradicting. Because like, for me, so, I'm gonna talk for me because I'm. Like, no, go ahead. I don't. You know, like I say, DJ. Don't, I, he don't represent me, so I don't. He give does. A, I don't. I don't care. So okay. he can do whatever he want. It, it, it's the Gen Z's. You know. So can, issue. I'm like, can I? Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. going back to it's not that I'm contradicting or reneging. Mm-hmm. So let's go this. Okay. Yes. I'm still with it. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, academic. Now, you're right in a sense where he doesn't speak to me because I am a, a millennial. Mm-hmm. He speaks more to the Gen X generation, correct? Mm-hmm. However, he's still influenced within the hip-hop culture. Okay. So because, so because he's still an influence in the hip-hop culture, mm-hmm. and I am in the hip-hop culture, mm-hmm. so it still is directly towards me in a sense. It's not personally towards mm-hmm. me, but it still has to do with a part of me because I am part of the culture. Yeah. So I feel like you're giving the culture a bad look mm-hmm. because of the way your delivery, your reneging, the way you are in mm-hmm. itself, mm-hmm. like, is just bad. But so for me, I'm not a fan of him. Okay. 
So but, for him to get canceled, mm-hmm. go ahead. Wait, F- the go- I'm, I'm good. I, 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 I hope the <laughs> fucking John Legend throw the piano at him. <laughs> yeah, I hope he did. <laughs> but, um, but you know, it, it, but you feel you know that it's some rapper that do the same thing that you know put hip hop in a bad name. There is a lot of that's why certain rappers I don't fuck with. Okay. But that's just me being a free thinker. It's not because of fucking... It's not the internet that's telling me don't write. No, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's mm-hmm. not because of Joe Buttons is telling me not to... It's not because... Do you understand what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say? I feel yeah. like cancel culture, like, I, my my goal is saying... Not my goal. My thing is saying that because they read a thread stating whatever it is, mm-hmm. just a thread. Yeah. Boom, automatically you're canceled. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't be like that. Yeah. Do your fucking research. Mm-hmm. Or understand, don't react quickly on emotions. Yeah. See, with me is that I try, not that I try to give him the benefit of the doubt. It's not that I try. Mm-hmm. I knew I didn't like him. And, I, and I left it like that. Yeah, okay. But the more he kept whatever, and I was mm-hmm. just like, this is why I don't like but this well, how, fucking fool. But how, why are you paying attention? Like, I don't, I don't know what because the Because he's doing. in the culture in itself. Okay. So it, it, it's, unfortunately, because he is part of the culture, as mm-hmm. much as we do not want to accept him in that culture... <laughs> He is. Mm-hmm. But he's already in. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So because he, he is in the culture. Mm-hmm. And it, he's in the culture. And knowing that he had the, the Gen Z behind him. Mm-hmm. It's, like I said, for us, you know, there's nothing that we could do. It cause it's I not, mean, there's not, and I know that. Yeah, okay. I, that I know. But like I said, so for like, me, like for me, I can't cancel because, like I said, he don't talk to me. I don't pay attention. But I'm not, not telling. But if you listen to what I said, mm-hmm. I'm not telling no, my I, followers no, to no, cancel. No, 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 no. What but, I told him, mm-hmm. I, what I said was, yeah, good. Yeah. Fuck, like, I'm happy that mm-hmm. he was canceled. Mm-hmm. I didn't cancel him out. No, I know that. I'm happy he was canceled. Mm-hmm. I'm happy he was canceled because of the influence he brings to the culture. Yeah, no, no, I know. It's yeah. incorrect. Mm-hmm. This is, and I'm not saying I'm your most political or correct person in, in motherfucking life because I'm not. I made a lot of mistakes in my motherfucking mm-hmm. life. Yeah, we I, all I, do. I, yeah, yeah, you know. But, uh, but going back to him, you know, why do I care? It's just because he is part of the culture. Okay. And when I say culture, I'm talking about hip hop culture. Yeah. Okay. He is as much as we don't. Or let me just now say, I'm gonna speak for myself. As much yeah. as I, I fucking hate to admit it, mm-hmm. that he, but he is part of the 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 the, the hip hop or rap culture. He's just part of the culture in itself. Yeah. So because you're part of it, I'm just yeah. like good that you got canceled because you're just you're not you're not for the culture. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's a vulture culture. That's me. Yeah. You know, I feel like he's a vulture culture. I feel like he takes advantage of a lot of situations to benefit him, to mm. to what benefits him. Yeah. You know, but that's just, okay. you know, but as far as like, you know, that's what I said. I don't want to sound like I'm contradicting myself. No, no, I just wanted, yeah, because I just wanted to understand, you know. I'm like, go ahead, cancel that <laughs> motherfucker out. I, I said it, I go ahead. Yeah. I'm with it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but am I canceling him out because I... It was forced on me. Absolutely not. Okay. Absolutely not. I. That's why. That's why I say, cancel culture and free thinkers are not the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You understand? Because yeah. I feel like a, not all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You gotta fucking. Not it's all. like you gotta fucking. It's like I feel like you have to exaggerate, right? Yeah. Not all. Let's <laughs> 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 <This> emphasize not, <laughs> right? <laughs> but I feel like. A lot of them are sheeps. Yeah, that's true. 
a lot of them are sheep. So, mm. I, but I was just like, you know, I was just wondering, like, you know, with the Gen Z, with the millenniums and all that, you know, because you guys, like, I know you feel like Gen Z is free thinkers, but then it's like, I, I, I think you guys are smart in many ways. You guys have... You guys are are coming in numbers. Yeah, they relentless. <laughs> Yo, I gave it to you guys. Like with that, like you guys are smart. You guys are smart. Yeah. You guys are, you know. There's a lot of things that you are. What is it like? Um, is that is is impactful? You guys dominate the fucking internet. Mm. But I think you, I think you guys are too fucking sensitive. I feel like I feel like Gen Zs are very sensitive. And I might get my ass chewed for this. I might get my ass chewed for this. I mean, let's just start, let's just try to be fucking less sensitive. That's all I want to say. Like, just fucking be less sensitive. Try to fucking, you know, um, continue just fucking do <laughs> your Twitter fingers and shit. Like, <laughs> let me stop. I'm in trouble right now. <laughs> so I'm gonna play some music. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna come back. Um, um, yeah, I already know the vibes. So I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna play some music. I got um, Simber. He's he's in the motherfucking building. I'm looking forward to that. And um, yo, Bert, it feels it yeah, feels it good feels having you back. Yeah, I know. Stop your shit. You know, yeah, I'll come back. I'll come back. You know. Um, where can we find you? And um, I was gonna say if you have anything going on, but with COVID, it's like uh, it's like it's like that. You can't even ask ask that question anymore. Like, so what? Any events you're going to? Oh, yeah. Any concerts? There's nothing. Just working. <laughs> you can find me on Big Bert Seven One Eight on uh, Instagram and Bert Morin on uh, Facebook. That's yeah, it. Yeah, I already know the vibes, man. We're gonna yeah. be back. Subscribe, motherfuckers. Yeah, I already know. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. It's free. Leave a comment, like, and we'll be back. Peace. The, the, the artistry catches on YouTube, Facebook, or outlets. Follow us, the artistry NY. Yo, 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 what's good? What's good, guys? We're back in the building, man. It's your girl V Henny, man. And I'm super excited because we have your boy Simba in the motherfucking building. How you feeling? Uh, great. <laughs> change that fucking attitude. <laughs> nah, yeah, what's good? What's good? Nah. I, I, I'm going to change this vibe right now. I'm going to change this vibe right now. I want to just say thank you for taking the time. Yeah, I got that Henny. Y'all already know that brown water. The <laughs> <laughs> Henny with the dirty water. <laughs> with that dirty water, yeah. bruh. I want to just say thank you for even taking the time and just being here, you know? Like, so. I thank you for having me. Of course. You already know the vibe. Let's go for it. Uh. Whew, that was good. <laughs> you only get two cough left. Cause you all know with this whole coronavirus and shit, nah, let me... <laughs> not three consecutive, just one. I gotta. Yeah, think... yeah you only get. <laughs> oh man, what's good though? How you feeling? Uh, I feel good. I feel great. You know, here in Jersey City. Yo, um, last time I saw you, we, um, was during tour. Yeah, 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 sir. Yes. Shout out V Honey for the tour. First of all, you know. My guys was really on tour. We was putting in that work. We was everywhere. Yeah. We was all over, which is crazy. You know what I mean? What like, was the last city? Uh, I think it? it was Baltimore. No, it was Brooklyn. Was it Brooklyn? It was Brooklyn. Brooklyn. No, it was Philly, right? Yeah. Was Y'all like- sure it was Philly? Oh, it was Philly. It was Philly. You're right. Brooklyn Brooklyn was first. And then, yeah, it was Philly. It was Philly. Yeah. Y'all got it. Y'all got it. Shout out my manager. He's behind the camera. 
Yo, yo, let, let. He'd be on the P's and Q's, cross his eyes, dot his T's. Shout out Fuji, yo. Let me tell you something. When when Fuji was up, when they introduced me to him, it, shout out to Pyro. It was Pyro the arsonist. Fuji oh, Pyro. Was, yeah, that's my that's guy. My guy bro. Shout like, out Pyro the geyser one time, the arsonist. Yo, that's my guy. And he, obviously, he opened up the conversation with me and Fuji. And your manager was like, yo. He's like, you, he's like, I'm telling you, you're going to love his music. Because I, I, my thing is this. My thing is, I hear this on a regular, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> so he's like, I'm like, okay. He's like, no, you're going to love his music. Wait till you see him perform. Yeah. And watch. You're going to love him. And I was like, yeah, I'll wait till I watch. You know, I'll wait till I see him yeah. perform to, you know, to let me be the judge of that, you know? Yeah, facts. And when I watched you perform, let me actually. I don't think it was Brooklyn. I think it was, did you perform in Jersey? Yeah, it was Jersey. Jersey yeah, yeah, was yeah, the yeah, first yeah. time I saw you that perform. Yes, because I remember that's when I yes, uh, um, I watched you perform, and you're so fucking energetic, bro. <laughs> Yo, his energy is off the roof. Your crowd, your crowd um, participation was. I fucks with it. I love when I see artists participate with the crowd. You yeah, understand? Yeah, yeah. Like, so you can you can shake up the crowd, you know? So when I saw that, you know, aside from the fact that you are talented, you're witty with your lyrics, you know, with your wordplay, um, you know, and, and you do have catchy songs. The fact that you can perform was just like, I. So I remember yeah. going to him and I was like, I. I was like, he I. I was like, I didn't want to blow you. I was like, he I. I was like, nah, I can't front. I fuck with him. Like, that boy got some. <laughs> yeah, that like, boy he got good. shot and shot. That boy like, good. He got shot and shot. You know? And Fuji was like, I told you. <laughs> so shout out to your manager. Yeah, he be the hype man. He be the hype man. I be here, he be here. <laughs> Yo, he don't play. How, I yeah. mean, like, how's, um, you know, how does it feel? I, I I feel like this is something really big when you have the artist and the manager, like they have a, an organic vibe. How does it feel to have somebody who who actually like really supports you and go hard for you in that sense? That's what I'm going to say, right? It's just crazy. So everything is like like trials and tribulation, but I believe in like divine intervention and stuff like that. So like... It's like any type of relationship, right? If you got a relationship like your shorty, your man's, whatever it may be, it's like, boom. It's like you're going to go through the ups and downs. But at mm-hmm. the end of the day, if you have the same end resolve, you, you're going to make it happen. So, like, me and him, we had, like, we was like, completely different characteristics. You get me? Yeah, And yeah. I'm more like the calm guy. I'm more like, all right, chill, chill. He might, ah, 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 you know what I mean? So, like, <laughs> boom, we had to learn how to mesh. He had to learn work to work with me. I had to learn to work with him. And in a sense, that made us better as a whole because it's like, you know what I mean? It's like when you gel, like, just like you said, that's a key word, organic. Mm-hmm. You know, because you have artists that they don't necessarily like their manager, but yes. they're like, all right, let me just work with him because I, c- I can make it. They and feel then you like- got a manager that says, all right, I don't really like this kid, but he good. Let me just see if I, you know what I mean? But if y'all both on the same path, like me and him, a lot of times bounce ideas off of each other. Like, okay. yo, boom, I'll go in the studio. I'm like, yo. He gonna fuck with this shit. I was like, boom. I was like, yo, fool, I just sent you something. Open your email. He called me back. Son, 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 this the one. This everything I make. He like, this the one. This the one. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's it's definitely dope. You know what I mean? You still butt heads every now and then, but it's more so like still sharp and still. Yes. You get me? If if everything is coming to you easy, you ain't getting nothing go from it. 
You know what I mean? So you had to go through these, like, trials to learn, these struggles, these obstacles, because that's what makes you better at the end. You know what I mean? So it's definitely dope. Again, um, and one thing about him, he always showed me love, supported the music, always believed in me off the rip. And that alone, I give him his, his respect for that. You know what I mean? So, and like I said, it's like, it's not a lot of people that'll see the vision and stick around to try to make it happen. Yes, yes, Some yes. people see the vision, but they like, all right, if it don't happen right away, they're like, ah, nah. You know what I mean? Like, so, definitely, definitely. Shout out my I guy. Like, I feel like some people, um, like you mentioned shortly, like how you have some people, they're like, oh, I don't fuck with them or I don't mess with them because of... Whatever reason, but I'm gonna deal with it because yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah. It's a opportunity for yeah, that. Yeah, you understand? Exactly, so exactly. there's like the reasoning to like joining teams together yeah. with one another um, is not in the right. Um, what is it? And it's not for the right reasons. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. Where opposed to you guys, the, yeah. the relationship you guys have. Although you guys had to work with one another and go through the trials and, and error, you both had the right. You guys were in the right. Wavelength. Yeah, yeah, hundred so percent. That's you know that's the that was a that's a dope situation. I definitely wanted to um, mention like I realized that you are you're you're from Jamaica. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you can't. You, it's it's. There's no like Twenty One Savage type of situation, right? Nah, nah, nah. nah you nah. legal? Nah. Right? Hopefully, hopefully. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I ain't in here, right? Well, <laughs> so you, nah, but um. Uh, my question, I was like, yo, um, that's dope because, to be honest, you don't have an accent or anything like that, right? It's and like a language. It's like a second language, and I could, like, turn it off and on. Can you? Know you? I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, my, my question to you is that being that you got, um, you came to the States at seven, how was uh-huh. the transition? Um, So, it was, it was, like, crazy, you know what I mean? Because when I was in Jamaica, I'm more, like, on the countryside. Okay. You get me? So, like, if we want, like, a mango... We go to the backyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we yeah. want like like an egg, we go to the chicken like stall, coop, whatever you call it. You know what I mean? So it's like everything is in the backyard. Or like, let's say I want like a cherry. My aunt got a cherry tree in the backyard, so I like go to her house and I, you know what I mean? So it's more like a homey kind of feel. So when I came here and I'm like, oh snap, I want a mango. I'm like. Well, that ain't no mango tree. That ain't, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, So I had to go to the store, and I'm just like, these mangoes don't taste the same. You know what I mean? So it's like everything was different. And it's crazy because I came from Jamaica. I was like, my dad still got the shorts. Like, the shorts is like this tall. But mind you, I was like seven, eight. So short, I was like tiny, right? Okay. And I was like, I think I was about like probably like 80 pounds or something like okay. that when I came here. And then the, I think it was like six months later, I was a buck twenty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like, <laughs> like the food was different. What I'm doing is different. Like there, it's like I'm walking everywhere, we running everywhere, we playing soccer every day. When I came here, it's more like ah, you inside playing video games. Do ah, you think ah. your your life would have been different if you had? Hell your yeah! Life? You think you would have been like an artist, or is it, that something in your blood? I feel like no matter what point or where I was in life or what choices I made in life. I felt like I was still ended up making music. Okay. Because it's just like something like so strong in me that I feel like, not feel like, I know that like God put me here mm-hmm. like to do this, to to spread my voice, to spread my message, whether it's like poetry, whether it's like written word or anything, spoken word, like anything like that. I just feel like my voice would have been heard. Maybe mm-hmm. in another life I'm a lawyer, maybe on another planet I'm like a producer or something like that. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But I just love the music and everything about it. I know you mentioned how like, because eventually you you grew up in Mount Vernon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, all right. Before I get into that question, the when did you realize? When did you f- fall in love with hip hop? 
I fell in love with hip hop when I came here. And yeah, like when I was seven, eight. Seven, eight. It's a crazy story, right? So in Jamaica, I used to write music in Jamaica okay. too. I was like five, like four years old writing music, which is crazy. People don't believe me. They was like, How you remember this? I'm like, I remember more about my childhood, like when I was four, five, and six, than I remember about what I did yesterday. Mm. You get me? So it's crazy because those are the vivid memories that last. So, like, I used to write reggae music over there because, you know, Bob Marley was like, that was my guy. Bob Marley, you had a couple artists at the time, of course, Vibes Cartel, Movado, mm. stuff like that. Um, so it was like it was like a big culture like that. My brother was a dancer um, called uh, in a dance group called Timeless. His name was Taz. So, like, I've always been around the music, right? Okay. But more so reggae. When I came here and I was seven and I got off the plane and I'm in the I'm in the cab and I'm going to the crib. No, I'm, I'm, my cousin came and picked me up. So we're going to the crib now. And then the song that I heard, the first, first song that I ever heard, I said, I'm sorry, mama. Mm. I never meant to hurt you. I never meant to make you cry for the night. But now my closet. Like, uh-huh. And I'm just like, I'm like, oh, I was like, yo, this is dope. Yeah, you get yeah, me? Because yeah. like, that song hit me because like, that was the first song I really heard where like there's a story being told. Okay. And that's what captivated me in the sense like, yo, I could really do this to like tell a whole story. So that's when I really fell in love with hip hop, rap. Okay. And that whole that whole, the, the R and B came later after, you know, you get your heart broken a couple times, stuff like yeah, that. But. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> now I, yo, let me tell you something. I, I I think I was mentioning to you um off air how people love uh music or anything that they can relate to. When you're yeah. you're, you're expressing vulnerability, is mm-hmm. like that shit is. Uh, it's different. Yo, it, it hits yeah. different. That shit hits. That shit hit the corazón, kid. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't got a corazón, that shit, I don't know. But <laughs> you know, like, so my thing with you is that I know you said you you know you growing up in Mount Vernon there was a lot of distractions, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and then obviously you music became your gateway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know you said you started writing at a young age, but I guess Mike, I want to know is that what's the underlying reason to your writing? Like, what was there? It was it more to it, or it's just that you liked music and you wanted to get into it? Is um, it to express your pain? Was it to express like whatever like deep rooted issues you had going on? I would say I would say that yeah, I would say you hit the nail right on the the head right there because. When I started writing music, it's like if I saw anything or went through anything, it's just like, all right, boom, let me jot it down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, in Mount Vernon, like, I saw a lot of stuff. You get me? Mm-hmm. Like, I remember I was in... Yeah, Mount Vernon's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Shout out my town, though. You know, shout out the Ville. You know the vibe. <laughs> Money earned in Mount Vernon. You know the vibe. Yeah. I, you know, so um, I, I was in, like, I was in the fourth grade. Okay. And I'm, like, walking home from school one day, and I see these two dudes beefing. So I'm like, yo, why they beefing? I, I, so they in the middle of the street. They scrapping in the middle of the street. Cars honking. They still going. This is a real life story too. Uh-huh. So I'm like, all right, boom. I'm like, let me just see what's going on. Cause you know you young, you just like you nosy. Yeah. So I'm like watching, watching. And then one dude, he got hit hard. Boom, right? Drive fell to the ground. Everything. He got up. He started running. I was like, oh. I was like, he must have realized. So he like ran. Then he came back, and all I saw he was like, so what up? So what up? You get me? So he yeah, pulled the yeah, strap yeah, out. Yeah. So the dude, he trying to shoot. So once I see the gun, I'm like, all right, it's time to get out of here. So now I'm running. The dude, he trying to shoot, running next to me. <laughs> like, I'm just like, in my head, I was like, I should trip him. <laughs> I got to save myself. <laughs> you get me? But like, so I actually wrote a song later on about that. Okay. You get me? And on a more serious note, like, there's a lot of stuff that goes on. Like, for example, there was a young girl. Her name was Shamoya, um, basketball star, really great. 
You know what I mean? And then like one day there was like a, a shootout. She happened to be the person to get shot. Oh man. You get me? So that clipped her life early and then I wrote a song about that and I called it Susie's story. Mm. In the more sense like to show the violence and like, yo, stop the violence. Let's you know what I mean? Cause okay. with everything going on with the media, with the Black Lives Matter. Yeah. You okay. know what I mean? We got just to touch on that, it's like we can't be hypocritical when we say Black Lives Matter. Because mm-hmm. there's black people that say that, but then they go out and do the same ignorant stuff that they preach and not to do. Yes. So yeah. that's also part of the problem. But um, yeah, the music, because I get on t- tangents nah, all the I time. I mean, listen, you're not the first <laughs> person to say that, you know. Um, I, I, you know, I completely understand. And I, I respect that you're saying that. At the end of the day, and we was, like, we mentioned, like you mentioned earlier how... Everything you're saying, every time you say something, you mean it. You understand? Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah, not 100%. like you're gonna renege on it. No, no, no. You know, like because we're cancer culture is crazy right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't don't nick can me. Don't nick can me. Yeah, yeah. You know, but at the end of the day, you know, I get what you're saying in a sense. You know, um, I I said maybe a few weeks ago, a month ago, I did a panel and where I was just like, I feel like we need to do more for our community, and yeah. that's educating ourselves as well. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And that comes with, with like if you're gonna if you're you're gonna say this then also don't be contradicting up, yeah, uh, yeah. onto the reason of why you're, you're 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 fighting for this cause. Yeah, yeah. So um, now now going into that since you mentioned that I know I so I seen you post uh, a photo. Did you march? Were you like? Did you? I went march? to a couple of marches. You did. How was that? Like how was it? Like did was it impactful? Like were were you expecting? I'll tell you something, right? Like, I remember I went to a march in Brooklyn. Okay. I went to a march in Porchester. I went to a march in White Plains. Um, I missed the march in my own hometown, which I was very, very upset about. Okay. Because I found out about it after I saw the pics. I'm like, damn, there was a march and I missed it, you know. So I just kept going more and more. And one thing that I saw at every single march that really, like, like you said, hit my cortisone, it's like when I went out there and I saw, like, all these like different ethnicities like mm. all in support of like like not only like black lives matter but like yes the lives of the people the lives of the whole you know what i mean when i saw that i'm just like yo i was like that's really beautiful you yeah, get what i'm trying yeah, to say yeah, like yeah. that's like a beautiful thing to see cuz especially in america where the narrative paints and it's sad to say african americans as criminals savages it was it was like so beautiful to go out there and see all these people like Mm-hmm. Nah, not all black people are savages. And at the end of the day, their lives matter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like a beautiful thing to see. It, yeah, it's it, definitely I, dope. I could imagine, bro. Like, yeah. You know, um, are you are we expecting a song from that? Like from your experience with that? Or have you, you done anything in the past? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got I got a lot of songs, man. Like, like is it conscious or is it just more of like? So this is what I believe, right? It's okay, like it's like food. It's like like let's say. Let's say chicken. Let's say you say, all right, make me, make me a chicken dish. You might want, like, grilled chicken. Mm-hmm. He might want stew chicken. And so I feel like every now and then I change up the approach. Because okay. some people are different type of learners. And because of that, you have to feed them differently. You can't feed them all the same thing. So, like, for example, even the song Blue Faces. Blue Faces is a song that I wrote a while back. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you do you and watch them hate you. Oh no! Don't let it change you. So it's like certain different things that I talk about. Mm-hmm. I got a song called Mercy, right? And okay. then Mercy, there's a sample, and the, the sample starts off. It's like, 
how are we to know that our blood would um, run because of color of our skin being black? Mm-hmm. And then it drops. And then the first thing I said is, fuck a nine to five because they're trying to slave a nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In the sense that, like, you got to really break away from that. You got to want to be a CEO. You don't, you don't want to work for the CEO. You got to want to be the CEO. You know? And okay. then there's another song I got, and this is going to be the last one, and it's called Blessings. Mm-hmm. And Blessings was kind of like an ironic approach to the whole, like, to the stereotypes that they put on black people. Okay. You get me? So Blessings is like, I'm from the hood. I don't know how to act. Police checking because they think we selling crack. Mm. The killer's dead. We ain't even got a strap. You get me? I'm from the bottom. I ain't never going back. Mm-hmm. So in in the sense, it's just like, it's talking about that whole stuff. It talks about like, yeah, I like fried chicken and what? Yeah, I mm-hmm. drink grape mm-hmm. soda. I don't even drink soda, but I'm like, yeah, I drink grape soda yeah, and yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. And who don't eat watermelon? Watermelon no black. Thing. Everybody eat watermelon. You know what I mean? That's a fact, bro. So like, <laughs> I've always touched on it in my in my songs, in my music, because that's me. Uh-huh. And that's my ex- life. That's my experiences. So I've always touched on stuff like that. You know, I know you're 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 very much um you know you're witty and you have you're very charismatic with your your lyrics. Yeah. You know, um, what's your writing process like? Um, it's very very weird, cause because I'm hearing you speak about each song. You know, obviously they're different styles. I, mm-hmm, I can imagine. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. like that's why I'm like, yeah, yeah. How is that process? Um, so I, somebody just asked me this today too, and it's more so because I just had an interview before this, and they asked me. And it's like, you know, sometimes people are like, all right, uh, I'm going to write about this. I never I never know what I'm going to write about, which is weird. Like, I'll sit and I, like, hear a beat. Okay. And then maybe a beat will take me back to a place in time where I was. Okay. So I heard a beat and it took me back to a place of heartache. Okay. And in that heartache, I'm like, okay, how can I express this pain so that way you can hear? And because I believe music is more than just words because I feel Absolutely. like eventually when you hear the the rhythm, you hear the beat, you hear the words, it starts to paint an image in your head. Mm-hmm. And then you start to visualize what I went through. So in different songs, it's like the How I Move song. Like that took me back to when I was in the club. Okay. And I'm, I'm getting crazy because I'm in the club, I'm off the Henny, I'm off the Goose, I'm off anything in the club, you get me? So yeah, I'm in there, yeah. ah, 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 you know what I mean, wilding out. And How I Move, it took me back to that spot. And that's when I started writing. I'm like, uh, 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 uh. Then I have a song called Phone Line, where it took me back to the time in my life where I had my heart broken, where it's more so, like you said, I was vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And it's like I went through this hurt, and rather than hide it, I was like, you know what? Let me show it to y'all. Let me show y'all what I felt at that time. Mm-hmm. So my process is crazy, because how I move, I wrote that in my kitchen in, like, two hours. Really? Because, like, I, I'm, I'm eager. Like, I'm, I'm impatient. You get me? I'm okay. a very impatient guy. So because of that, it's like I don't write like part of a song and be like, all right, I'm going to go back later. I'm going to go back next week. No, nah, I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I got to yeah, finish yeah, it right yeah, now yeah, so yeah, I can yeah. hear if it flows, if it don't flow. You know what I mean? So You ever had a challenging, like I remember um, when I was doing music, I had this one particular beat, right? Yeah. And the beat was so dope. Yeah. I think I, I rewrote the song like 10 times, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you ever had that where you had a beat and it, it, it's not that it was complicated, it was more challenging. And every time you kept writing something, you were just like, nah. Like, <laughs> like, like I'm, a, I'm a type of artist, right, that I don't want to disrespect the beat. So, like, if the beat is, is hard and it goes crazy, you got to come correct. Absolutely. You get me? Because I don't want to ever be on stage or performing and you hear my song and be like, but the beat's right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. nah, the whole thing got to be good. The song, the beat, everything. So, like, I've had times where I've heard a beat, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, this, I'm like, yo, this knocks. I'm like, 
then I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, uh, all right, you know what? I'm going to hit that one later. Then I hear another beat. I'll be getting distracted so easily, though, because I, like, yeah. I, like, start one song right now. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, boom, 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 boom. And then, like, like something that happened, I'll end up hearing something else. And I'm like, oh, I got to write this, too. So okay. I'll be in there, like, like, writing two different songs all at the same time. But, like, it, it is sometimes like that where I get a little stump. I would say it happens maybe twice out of ten. Okay. But the other eight out of ten, I'm just like, you know what I mean? I just crank them out. It's like, all right, let's go. Let's roll. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, you're telling me that you started at the age from, like, what, seven, seven, eight, right? Um, To where you're at now, like, looking at your process. Mm -hmm. When did you realize your growth within your craft? Um... So I'm weird. I'm weird when it comes to stuff like that okay. because I still don't. I still don't see it. You okay. get me? Like I'm. I'm like. I always believe in like, in the words of Hove, "Don't be good, my nigga. Be great." Of course. In the sense, like, okay, you're good, but how do you get to great? How do you get to exceptional? How do you become a legend? Absolutely. So I do, and let me correct myself. I do see the growth because okay. a lot of times I look back and I'm like, "Damn, this is where I started, and this is where I'm at now." I'm like, you can hear the difference in the writing, and that's why they say. There's a time and place, and everything is timed. Everything mm-hmm. happens at, at when God wants it to happen. Because yeah. I felt like if I started writing music at a later time, it wouldn't be as good. If I started writing music too early, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been as good. So I felt like I, I started at the right time. And because of that, I do see the growth. You get me? Okay. But I'm always like, how do I push the envelope? How do I raise the bar? How do I become great? Okay. No, that was my next... It's crazy you mentioning that because I know, like... In your bio, you're stating how, like, you're stating, like, oh, you know, you're not doing this for the fame and fortune. You know, you just want to be known for being the music's greatest. Yes, yes, so, yes, yes. So, you know, hearing you saying that, and my question to that was just basically, like, what's your definition of being great, you know? Because everybody has different, it's like, that is, I feel like that question is like saying, what's your definition of being successful? So, my my definition of success or... Or greatness, and I feel like I feel like in a sense they're one and whole, one mm-hmm. of the same parts. Um, success and greatness for me is when my family can live can live like not a middle income life, but a good life, to so yeah. where they move from surviving to living. Because there's two different types. You get me? So I want them to live, and I also want to live. I don't want to be bound by anybody's rules, anybody's views, or how they see me. I just want to live my life. And when I talk about being great and being legendary, if 300 years from now, you could turn on the radio or whatever device they're going to have, mm, it, who knows? Yeah. They might have a virtual virtual me up there like, ah, ah, ah. But if three, 400 years from now, like you could hear my voice being played, for me, that'll be greatness. That'll mm. be being a legend. Because okay. like, if you go to a party and boom, you hear, I love it when you call me Big Papa. Instantly, you're like, all right, boom, I'm in a good mood. Yeah, yeah, I'm in yeah, a good yeah. mood. Just throw your hands in the air. That's you okay. get me? So that's my definition of greatness when even after your life, you can still make people feel good and leave your impact on the world. You know what I tell people? Um, I tell people, I, I love that you fa- the fact that you're big on being great, right? I am the same way. Mm-hmm. Like, I've always told those that work with me or, like, just or just talking to myself, I've always mentioned, like, you know, Good is the enemy of great. Yeah, yes, yes. You know? Who like, told you that? Who told you that? Ah! <laughs> she done, she done I stole the Simba quote, that Simba stole. <laughs> yes, that, I, I actually learned that because when I used to do, I've done network marketing at one point, right? And so when you do, like, 
network marketing or sales or whatever, um, you know, you go to these like, what is it like these seminars? Se- the seminars. Yeah, you yeah. they 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 trying to fire you up, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you listen to these like the audios and the and you read these books and so I read a lot of books as far yeah. as like um, you know, like just empowering yourself mm-hmm. or like just growth in itself, yeah. you know, being successful. Um. And again, going back to what you're saying, you know, good is the enemy of great. I always, I'm hard on myself because I feel like if you want to be great, you have to do great, v, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. So that's big right there. And I just want to take the time to like pin that. If you want to be great, you have to do great things. Cause sometimes people want to be great and they think doing mediocre or half ass mm-hmm. or half stepping will get them to that. And it doesn't, it doesn't add up. Yeah. You get me? Cause it's like, all right, this is the end goal. So you think just by you, Taking it easy, watching, and there's other people that's working twice as hard as you. You know what I mean? With probably sometimes more money than you, mm-hmm. more connections, and you over here, you know, half stepping it. So just like you said, like I definitely want to like highlight that what you said. If you want to be great, you have to do great things. You have to challenge yourself. You no, know? absolutely. Uh, you know, it's just it's it's just and it's it's just given. It's a it's a given statement. Like and, and it's. So, like, listening to you speak of this, now, I was I was going to ask you, like, what's, like, do you read a lot? Like, do you tend to Yeah, read? yeah, yeah, I read a lot. You so know, I read my books. F- what's, so, yeah, I know. That's how, so, like, what's nah, one of my, your favorite books? You know, I read my books. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of my favorite books right now is Relentless by Tim S. Grover. Okay. And that was Michael Jordan's trainer. And it's crazy because he was Michael Jordan's trainer. And he sent a letter when he was starting out to everybody on the team except Michael Jordan. Because he was like, Michael Jordan is the best player on that team. He's not going to need my help. He's not going to want a trainer. Mm. What more could I teach him? Ironically, Michael Jordan wrote to him and was like, yo, come train me. You get what I'm trying to say? And that's how ironic it is because he thought Jordan didn't want him. And now Jordan accredited him for like a lot of accomplishments and growth in his career. And the book, in in essence, it, it just teaches you, like, keep pushing the envelope. Keep wanting to be great. Because at the end of the day, you're going to have setbacks. Mm-hmm. But that's all a part of it. You get me? You're, that's part of the process. You don't, you don't just win. It's like when you play a video game. There's a reason you got three, four lives. Mm-hmm. You get me? Like, you're not going to win on the first try. It don't work like that. But they made the video game because they said, all right, it's going to take more than one life. It's going to take more than one try. The only time that you lose or the only time that... I would say that you failed is when you stop. Okay. You get me? Because until, until you've not attempted something, that's the only way to really fail at it. Because if you keep trying, how, how you know you didn't fail? No, the first try didn't work out. Mm-hmm. But keep going, keep pushing the envelope. But the Relentless book definitely shows you that, and that's, like, one of my favorite, like... That's dope. That's my favorite book right that's now. That's dope. I definitely want to um, look into that. Um, I, I saw that you had tweeted maybe a few days ago or so, um... You wrote, in comfort dwells stagnation. Uh-huh. <laughs> in struggles lays transcend, right? <laughs> and I was just like, ooh, <laughs> bars, you know? Like, <laughs> I love shit like that. I was like, Simba, okay, Simba. Now, nah, I get, I see where you're going. Yeah, it took <laughs> me like two hours to write that, so <laughs> I have somebody like it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but as I was reading that, right, I'm just like, okay, you know, as you were speaking about respecting the process or trusting the process, right? So have you reached a point in your career where you felt too comfortable or stagnated um, to, like, it was just in a point where you, at that even that point, you couldn't even pinpoint how you can get out of it? Um, 
No, I'm never comfortable. That's the weird thing about me. Okay. And it's it's like, again, like, you could even ask my manager. So, like, a lot of times when, like, I might write a song, and he's like, yo, this is dope. Ah, ah. He's like, I don't know. Like, this is dope. This is it. I'm like, no, nah, I think I could do better than that. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, that's always my mindset. It's like, because I realize the minute, and just like you say, when you when you become comfortable, it's like you forget there's threats out there. You forget Absolutely. the world actually exists. You get me in the sense that you're so complacent. And it's weird because think about this, right? The ironic um, thing about comfort. Sometimes you could talk to somebody and be like, yo, I hate my job. I hate it so much. I hate it so much. Mm-hmm. Oh, why do you stay? Oh, I'm comfortable. Yeah. What? <laughs> that's, not, that's, uh, that's not the meaning of comfortable. Comfortable is when you like something. Mm-hmm. And there are people that they're comfortable with living like day to day, like check to check. And it's nothing against anybody that lives like that because... They're fighting for something more, mm-hmm. but there is something against people who live like that and become complacent with it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I, I never believe in being comfortable. I'm always uncomfortable. You okay. know what I mean? So, like, the, like so there Martin was never Luther a point King, in your life that you felt stagnated. I've always, I, in the sense that I don't think stagnation and comfort are the same thing because I feel like sometimes you could feel stuck. Like, how do you, how do you excel? How do you, uh-huh. how do you become better? How do you become. How do you push the envelope? How do you add one more? How okay. do you level up? So I've I've been, I would say, stagnant at points in my life, but I've never said, all right, I'm just going to stay here. Okay. You know what I mean? I've never said, all right, yeah, I'm stuck on level one. I'm going to stay on level one. Mm-hmm. No, it's like, all right, okay, how do I get out of this? Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. never comfortable with it. I'm never like, oh, gotcha. all right. You know what I mean? So I've all, yeah, I, I believe like it's growth, you know? No, it is part of growth. The reason, and the reason why I have coincided the both, the two would be because Again, like you mentioned, like some people get too comfortable, mm-hmm. or and, and sometimes they're so comfortable going like like. All right, so there's a saying. It's in Spanish. I'm not gonna say it right now because my Spanish is fucking broken. <laughs> but in in English terms, is basically um, how comfort is bigger than uh, is comfort is more bigger than love in a sense, right? Uh-huh. So. What that means is like you know how you see cu- um, couples who's been together for fucking like mm-hmm. jo- you know Jaden Will mm-hmm. right <laughs> they they rather stick in the long run yeah the entanglements and they rather stick to in the long run because they're comfortable yeah with yeah that. they're comfortable with that person you know so now going back to like me bringing up the whole um, being stagnated is that I feel like sometimes some people don't even realize how comfortable they are uh-huh. and hence the reason that's part of you being stagnated that's I, a big fact you know so that's why I, I have put the two together I feel like as an artist you as not even as an artist scratch that as a person who's open minded who wants more in life who's looking for growth and just wants to excel beyond means, you know, who wants greatness. There's, you know, again, there you, you hit your trials and errors. So I know there are moments where you, if not, if, if, since you don't like to keep yourself in a comfortable situations, have you been in a place where you felt as this is something that you can no longer do as far as music-wise? This is um, something where it hit you to a place where you was like, you know what, I don't know, I, I'm... I'm done. That's, this that's, shit hit me. That's a funny thing about like music, especially when like you're an independent artist. And no independent artist can say they haven't done this. It's like one day you could be like, all right, this song is dope. I'm meant for this. And then the next day you're like, damn, man. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I think this is it. I think I'm hanging up the cave. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> independent artists quit on themselves probably at least 10, 15 times a month. 
Yeah. <laughs> you get me? But it's at the end of the day, what reels me back in is again, I don't want this for me. I mm-hmm. want this for my family. I want this for my name. Okay. You get me? I want my name to live on. I want my family to be great. And at the end of the day, it's like, if you want, like some people come from a rich family and some people have to start a rich family. Mm-hmm. You get me? In the Mars. sense that you make, you can, you can come from money, but those people that come from money, they already have it. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And you can't be like, well, my family never had nothing. Change that. Do something to change that. Be the change that you can say, oh, I, I, put, I put my family on. You know what I mean? So that way, my grandkids could be like, yeah, my granddad, he used to make music, and like, now that's why I live so comfortable in my house. Like, you know what I mean? Whatever it may be. (laughs) It's like, you got to be the change that you want. You get me? So if Mm -hmm. I want, if I want to be great and I want all this stuff, I really got to emulate it. I really got to push. And when you are struggling, it's like, keep going. You Mm. know what I mean? Just keep swimming. You know what I mean? Just keep swimming. That's my shit. Don't be be taking my lines. I'm in your head. I'm in your head. (laughs) All right, listen, guys. We're going to take a music break. We're going to come back. Um, I'm going to speak with him more, and he's going to perform. So let's do this. Oh, I'm performing, performing? Yeah, you perform, (laughs) performing. She like how I'm moving. The, the, the artistry catches on YouTube, Facebook, or outlets. Follow us, the artistry NY. We back, baby, and we back. Back in the back, in the back. <laughs> Yo, I, I like this question, right? Um, I had asked this on Facebook, mm-hmm. and I had so many different responses. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I haven't asked this question in a very long time. And with you, I was just like. When was the last time you did something for the first time? Oh, I thought you was going to say something else. No, 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 no. I'm not going to get there. I've gotten in trouble with other questions. So I'm like. Play your player. Hey, hey. <laughs> well, I mean, we already know. Since you want to know. <laughs> Six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. What you guys? <laughs> Well, when, was the last, when did you lose your virginity? <laughs> now, oh, <laughs> now he's like, now he's laughing. Like, <laughs> now, when was the last time you did something for the first time? Um, I'm trying to think. Now I gotta think. You gotta think, bro. I gotta think. I can't even remember. I mean, I went to Subway today. I had a turkey sandwich. That was the first, that last time you did something for the first time. Uh, yeah, I mean, I ain't really ate a turkey sandwich in like eight months. But um, let me stop. I'm bullshit. Like, what? <laughs> I'm trying to think. Wait, like, what was the last no time? Get, I was like, yo, he 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 spoke mad intellectual. And he was <laughs> dropping gems, and now he wants. I gotta show you on my other side too. You know what I mean? I ain't. <laughs> Listen, I you gotta get a little Malcolm X on y'all. I can't be Martin Luther King all the time. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't even remember to be honest. I think what I do. I went paddle boating. Like that was the first time I went paddle boating. Really? I ain't never been paddle boating because I can't swim. So I, <laughs> oh, you can't swim. I stay away from the water. <laughs> I could survive. He but you know, I it, let me correct that. I could swim, but anytime I get in water, I'd be like, a shark gonna eat me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yo, high five. I think the same thing. And then I feel like, because I'm a thick girl. So <laughs> like, oh, we got a thick one. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like, yo, I be sometimes like, like these motherfuckers be like, dun, 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 dun. and then like, oh, we got a thick, light skinned one. Ooh. They be over here, then they see, oh, yeah. wow. They make that left turn, like, oh, yo, she, she right there. Yo, phone the boys. <laughs> 
Yeah. She's like, right. phone the boys, phone the boys. You yeah, got a good yeah. one. Good eats, good eats. Good eats, y'all. Good eats. We got a Puerto Rican. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I, I, I love asking that question because it makes you dive deep into something. When was the last time you did something for the first time? You know, uh, I feel like also like when you're so focused within your career, because you're focused within your career. So yeah, yeah. we, like, and I say we, you and I, right? People like us who are so focused, so driven and motivated into succeeding, into, like, accomplishing all these fucking moves. Yeah. Sometimes we lose sight of the little things. You know what's crazy? I'm going to think about something now, right? So on the way over here, I was driving, and then I seen some kids playing basketball. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I was like, let me just get out of the car, shoot around with them. So random kids, I just saw the hoop. I was like, you know what? Cool. Boom. So I'm over there. We're shooting hoops. I'm like teaching them little stuff about basketball, stuff like that. And then at the end, when I was getting ready to leave, because it was, I think I was like running like five minutes late. So I was like, oh, I got to get out of here. Yeah. So I went to my car and I had like, I think it was like $15. So I gave it to like one of the older kids. I was like, yo, buy yourself some ice cream, yada, yada. And I was just like, yo, that's dope that I could do that. But I was like, how can I affect more people? Mm. So like in the sense, that was, I think that was like, like it was just random, you know what I mean? Because I'm always like on schedule, on point. So I never really just do something out of like the blue like that, you know what I mean? Just pull over my car in the middle of the street, park by the hydrant and everything. I'm just like, I get a ticket, I get a ticket. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, yeah. but it, it, at the end of the day, it was like it was like a good feel. So that's what's up. That's what's up. I, I salute to, um, to you with that. You, um, I know you um recently also. I was on your Twitter, bro, because I feel like Twitter, right? Let me tell you something about Twitter. I feel like Twitter is so. Twitter allows you to be reckless. Mm-hmm. And because not so many people are on Twitter, sometimes yeah. they overlook certain things, you yeah. know? So I was curious on knowing, like, you um, you wrote, so much people have wasted my time. I'm weary on even talking to anyone at this point. What exactly mm. were you going through? Two things I don't waste uh-huh. is my money <laughs> on my time. <laughs> um, I mean, like, that's, that's in, in essence, right? When they say... Time is the most valuable thing in the world. And at the time when I wrote that, that's what I was thinking about. You know what I mean? It's like flashback to being a kid now. It's like in an instant. Like, you're grown. You know what I mean? Five years have passed. You go from being 15 to 20. So it's like, damn. I'm just like, you know what I mean? So when I wrote that, it was more in the sense like you have to really put a value on yourself. Mm -hmm. Because if you let people come in, they take your time and they also take your energy. You get me? They, They can conclude what's going on in your mind, the flow, your energy, your vibrations, your vibe. So when I wrote that, it was more so like, I don't want nobody to waste my time. Mm-hmm. You get me? And it's tough because in the world that we live in, it's like you become so scared of like what's going to happen next yeah. because of what had happened in the past. You get me? So it puts you like in a little sticky situation where almost like stagnation where like you're scared to venture into the future because of what happened to you back there. Yes. So when I wrote that, it was more so like, yeah, I'd be scared sometimes to even let somebody in. You know what I mean? Because when you give somebody, like, your heart and your soul, it's like, damn. It's like when they just up and leave. And then now it's just like, damn, I, I told them everything about me. And they mm-hmm. just, like, they just dipped. You get me? So it's like, how do I know the next person not going to do that to me? You get me? So, and I actually wrote a song from that, and the song's called Far From It. Okay. And the song speaks about, like, about, like, perfection and how people idolize perfection so when they get into relationships they feel like every relationship is lovey-dovey and should always be lovey-dovey but at the end of the day it's more so about 
how will you prevail as a whole and Absolutely. together? So it's never just like, all right, I'm feeling great right now, but in the future you're gonna there's gonna be some rocky times. Mm-hmm. But it don't mean bounce. You get me? You gotta stick through it and see how can you work together. You get me? So okay. the song Far From It, it's like it speaks about that. It speaks about being far from what you think that the other person wants from you. You know what I mean? So it, it's like you said we be forever, baby. But now it seems that things are different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's talking about because you know when you together you're like, damn, like we're gonna be forever. This is gonna be forever. You you're like I mean? always so, and forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it should always yeah. be like so, that. <laughs> and then it's like so much can change in a day, a yeah. month, uh, a year. You know what I mean? So Look how things are changing in a year. Look how you used to be right here. Look how you acting like you don't care. Did all the things that you know that I fear. And it's like, you know what I mean? It's like when you're with somebody, you're scared of them hurting you. Mm-hmm. But when they leave you, it's like they don't even care. So they go going, you know what I mean? They might be doing them not realizing like how devastated it is for you. Yeah. So like that's how I came up with that song and the whole concept. Gotcha. Being far from perfection and like, you know, being vulnerable and saying like, yo, yeah, guys get hurt too. Guys got feelings too, you know. Aww, <laughs> you need a hug. I don't hug. I don't give hugs. So when, when so you hear a song, you gonna I be crying. You, I'm like, yo, you need a hug. You can hug your manager. Like, I don't. I'll pat you on the show. Like, toughen up, homie. You want a shot? <laughs> no, but that's uh, you know. I love the fact. Yo, you know what I love? I love how open you are with being vulnerable and the fact that. Why I love it is because not so many men, especially in mm-hmm. this industry, are open to it. You understand? Like, yeah. You know, I love the fact that you tend to stress the fact that you're not solely a hip-hop artist. Yes, you're, yes, yes, yes. Know, 100%. I, you, and I not see a how rapper. much you stress that shit. Like, <laughs> not a rapper. Because <laughs> I get it a lot. People are like, yo, you a rapper. Uh, uh. So when I like put out something different, they're like... Oh, you trying something different? I'm like, no, I'm not trying nothing different. This is me. Like, mm-hmm. I have different parts of my soul, different parts of who I am, and I can show you my party side, my fun loving side, my upbeat side, my emotional side, mm-hmm. my heartbreak side. You know what I mean? So, like, I put it all out there. So, I always want to be called an artist. And if people don't recognize me as an artist, I'll always recognize myself as an artist. Absolutely. Because when you hear my music, it's like, all right, it's like every song don't sound the same. Mm-hmm. You get me? Every song is different. I could give you like a really, really slow. I don't want no validation from nobody. We don't need no validation from nobody. Tell me why they hating when there is nobody. You get me? So in a sense, it's like, that's a more like inspiring your song. And then you got, she like how I move. She said, whoa, you get me? Like it's contrast. It's completely different. So I don't, I don't categorize myself as a rapper. I'm an artist. How you feel about when, 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 when people be like, yo, so we got hip hop artists. (laughs) You know, it's like, funny. Does like, it bother you, or if has it come to a place where you just like, yo, whatever, man? Like, I like you nah. just said, I know I'm the art, I'm an artist, so it's not so bothers- bothersome. For me, it doesn't bother me because that's a, a teaching moment for for both whoever's interviewing me and myself. Okay, so I can say, hey, um, so I don't, I'm not a hip hop artist. I just like the term artist. Okay. This is why I feel I am an artist. I cultivate music, whether it's rap, hip hop, R and B pop, whatever type of music it is, I can, I'm broad when it comes to all genres. So if you classify me as a hip-hop artist, when people start hearing my music, they're going to start classifying me as a hip-hop artist. Mm -hmm. So when they hear something contrast to what other people are labeling me as, they're like, oh, he's trying something. No, I'm an artist. So Mm -hmm. at any time that I want to put out any type of music, 
I'm going to do so. Regardless if it's R&B, hip-hop, rap. You get me? So yes. Some people, when they hear, oh, he a rapper, and he put out a singing show, oh, he trying to sing now? Like, you know what I mean? But no, nah, like... I mean, it, that's when you got to do research. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. You know, during this whole pandemic, mm-hmm. how were you, at the beginning, how were you, like, were you able to adapt and uh, adjust right away? Or did it, like, you know, was that something where you were just like, fuck? Um... For me, to be honest, when the whole pandemic happened, right, and God, like, rest all the souls that are the people that we mm-hmm. lost, so on. But some people look at this, excuse me, some people look at the pandemic as downtime. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, this is a break from life. I could go do what I want. I could chill. I could play video games all day. In my head, I was like, nah, I was like, there's never going to be a point in life where you get four months break from the world. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. whenever can you remember in your life that, the world shut for like four months and you just like, you know what I mean? You had the time. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's just like, okay, how do I better myself? How do I write more music? How do I push myself? I was getting up six, seven o'clock, um, going on jogs, going on runs, okay. which I wasn't able to do previously. Mm-hmm. So I looked at this as an opportunity to, to sharpen my tools, become better. I start reading more books, start watching more insightful things. I started even learning to box you know what I mean? Box again, because I used to box when I was younger. And I started again watching the training videos, starting like so much stuff. And in, in essence, it's like I didn't look at this as downtime to sit and play video games all day. I did do that. You get me? But I didn't play it all day. Mm-hmm. I worked out for a portion of the day. I ate right, started making my own meals. I started reading more books, so on and so on. I said, hey, how do I really make an impact in my musical career? being that I had the time now to brainstorm how to reach people, how to be better, how to progress. Mm. So it gave me, like, time to do all that. It was never downtime. It wasn't, like, for me, it wasn't, like, a hard adjustment because it's just, like, yeah, I get this time to really, like, put in the grind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I get it. Like, I was having this conversation with someone who, you know, they, they had mentioned in the music industry, like, for them it was difficult because... I guess everything became so, it became like cyber, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's just like, I don't want to, you know, that's not my lane. I don't, yeah, you know, yeah. so, and I was like, I get it. Uh, for me, like, it took a while in a sense, but like you, this is why, I, like you, I, I took, I, you know, I know a lot of people went through a lot of downs, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. with this. So, you know, rest your, you know, rest in peace, you know, I, and I'm sorry for everything that a lot of people went through, you know. It's, however, where, for me, it was just, I took that, like you said, and I was just reading. I did a lot of reading working out. So, like, right now, I'm proud of my ass because I could, I could jog, like. That's good. More, you know, like. I'm proud I, of you too, girl. Because nah, I'm, I'm trying to make those sharks not, you know, want me and shit. You understand? Like. They're nah, going to still but, want you. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Little dinner, big dinner, still dinner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they going to still want you. <laughs> no, nah, but it, it's like, it, like you said, you had to sharpen yourself. So, I, I love the fact that you, 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 you took this time and you actually educated yourself. That's how mm-hmm. I took it. Mm-hmm. You're educating 100%. yourself. And different ways, and, and and I just, you know, I'm so like, like I'm so proud of you. Is that because <laughs> I know your future is gonna be so bright? Thank you, thank you. You're very well spoken. You, you can you can actually converse uh, within an interview. You understand? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like not so many people. You have certain artists like yes and no's. You know. Yeah. So with you, you can carry the conversation. You can you you you. 
you have the package. So now I understand why. Oh, I got Fuji's, the package. Fuji's awesome. Like, your pizza's here. Yeah, the pizza's here, <laughs> motherfuckers. Like, y'all better eat this shit. Or, <laughs> you understand? Like, We're going to make I, you eat I, it. I can see why he goes so hard for you. And I would hate to see you at any given point, like, want to quit. But I'm, I'm super proud of you. I know I met you within this year, you know. But just watching you perform, being able to, like, just speak with you here and there, seeing your, your posting, and just even throughout this pandemic and watching you through social media, you know, you still kept going. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. didn't allow life to get the best of you. Yes, 100%. And, you should never let that. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's different slumps that a person could go through. And once you let, like, negativity, like, latch on to you, mm-hmm. it's going to be tough to, to get it off. You know what I mean? So it's just, like, always, like, yo... How do I progress? How do I become better? And I tell people, like, be happy on purpose. You know, that's a quote I heard a while mm. back. And in essence, that sometimes people dwell on things that they can't change. And they dwell on things that they know are going to make them unhappy. Mm-hmm. And then they live an unhappy life. And they're like, why am I mad? Why am I this grumpy? Because, goddamn, you just think about all the worst <laughs> things that happened to you in your life. Of course you're going to be grumpy. Yeah, you get yeah. me? But if you, like actually go through life and you smile. You get me? Like, I'm a type of person, like, when you see me most of the times, I'm always smiling. People are like, yo, what, what are you thinking about? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like, when you smile, like, they say when you smile more, you actually increase your, your lifespan, mm-hmm. which is a crazy fact. So if, like, if smiling more increases your lifespan, think about what it does in your day-to-day life, your brain, your body, and, and how you feel. You know what I mean? So definitely you got to be happy on purpose and stuff like that. So what are... We're expecting from you coming so, like eventually. Um, I got a lot of stuff. I like you, V honey. You cool people. So I'm gonna let you in on it. I'm gonna let you in on <laughs> it. Can't tell you anything, tell you some of the things. Uh, so I got one project, right? Okay. And it's gonna be called um for the Galdem, right? Okay. And translating that for the girls. Mm. <laughs> right? So for the Galdem is more so again, because I'm Jamaican. So it's more like that reggae kind of inspired feel. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's a song on there called Faith. And you don't want to waste your time. And it's like a reggae beat. Boom, boom. You know what I mean? Dope like that. And it's like I said, it's going to be a reggae project, dancing project. But it's for everybody. It's for the girls. Because you know girls like upbeat music that mm-hmm. get them up. Dance, something they could dance to. They can make a little video to go crazy. Yeah, TikTok. You know what I mean? Exactly. Now. <laughs> so that's, that's the dope project. Then I got another project. It's called Handle With Care. Okay. And Handle With Care touches on, again, that vulnerability that, yeah, I've been hurt. It's like a lot of R&B, it's, uh, some old samples, stuff like that. So it's a lot of dope things that's going to be on there. And then the the end goal is going to be Dreams of the Sky. Okay. And Dreams of the Sky is going to be the album. And it's going to incorporate some of Handle With Care, some of Fit Gal Them, and a whole lot of new stuff that mm. going to drive the people crazy. You know what I mean? So are you are you... Releasing this within this year, or is that just something like in the talks and you're working on it? I mean, it's already done. Oh, it's already done. It's just a matter of mm. me and management when we gonna put it out, you know, because we can't hit y'all with all the fire like that soon, Shit. you know what I mean? So, all I can say, there's a song and it's hot, man. It's hot. <laughs> there's a couple of hot songs on there. You can't be can doing you. that if people get. That's what I'm saying. Right hand up, left hand up, middle finger up. If you don't give a fuck, talk my shit, bitch. I'm lit. If you don't like it, some, you know what I mean. <laughs> There's some dope tracks on there. I'll tell you that. <laughs> nah, I definitely. I look forward to um, you releasing this. Are mm. you planning on doing like any release? Um, what is it like events? Yeah, yeah. You know, pre-corona, um, we had a lot of stuff planned, lined mm-hmm. up. 
um, post corona. I feel like I'm in like a basketball game pre interview. Yo, post-interview. for real. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, we just trying to work it all out. You know what I mean? Because there's limitations on people, stuff like that, the venue. So. We definitely got some good stuff coming. Um, you're definitely gonna be in line for the information. You top not. tier. You right there. You VIP. They Get not drop here. Kick, you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, we, we got a lot of stuff we playing. A lot of stuff, man. Well, I'm super proud of you. Um, so we're gonna yo, my shit is this. We're gonna have him perform right now. Oh, having you motherfucking perform right because I know we're to you know like I I I'm gonna amp it up, bro. Like uh-huh. watching you fucking perform. Yo, food, you said it, bro. Like, you're going to love him. And I don't want to be like, I'm not trying to fucking big you up on some, like, oh, she's mm-hmm. on his shit. No, 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 no. I would straight up <laughs> tell you, your shit's trash. You understand? <laughs> like, and you wouldn't be here. <laughs> I don't care if you paid me. Like, you wouldn't be here. You understand? And um, I'm, looking for, I'm looking forward to just... Watching you perform, doing your shit, you understand? Mm-hmm. Like, I, yo, I want to just let you, you, I gotta let you guys motherfucking know. Right now, what you're about to watch, I swear to God, if y'all fucking don't watch this shit, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a drop kick oh, y'all motherfuckers go myself. Out. You understand? I gotta go all out. <laughs> you then. gotta go all out, yo, because I'm bigging this shit up. Oh, <laughs> and if his shit, shit is dry, then if we blame it on Fooge. Oh, yeah, yeah, we blame it on Fooge. Blame the manager. Nah, but you already know the vibes, man. I definitely, man, I just wanna introduce you guys um, to Simba, yo. Watch him perform. Check him out. We can also find all his information below. You're gonna see the details. But before we go have you perform, where can we? I want you to state it as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know who it is, man. Your boy, the real Simba. Straight out of money earning Mount Vernon. That place with Heavy D from CL Smooth and a lot of other great artists, man. Follow the kid on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. MySpace, Facebook, whatever you use, iTunes, Spotify is the same, Jack. T-H-E-R-E-A-L-S-I-M-B-A. That's the real Simba. You can't mess it up. The real Simba. That's it. All social media platforms, iTunes, everything. Yo, and you already know the vibes. Yo, we got your boy Simba here about to rock out. You already know the vibes. Boom. The, the, the artistry catches on YouTube, Facebook, or outlets. Follow us, the artistry and why.